Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. And we are Nerd Thug Radio on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Uh, you can also find us on the World Wide Web right now. If uh, you don't have the uh, FM in the Conroe area, it's IRLoneStar.com. It's an app. You it's can put it on your phone. That's what you can do with it. Yeah, you can. Magic. Is that true? Magic. Do we lie? Are we lying right now? No, no. we're not lying. Uh, you can also catch uh, the three fat nerdy guys on uh, nerdthugradio.com. That's true. where we are. Or you can go to the Facebook backslash nerdthugradio. Yeah. It's pretty good. Also, there. we're on YouTube. We're on the YouTubes. But there's not like videos of us. It's not just yet. A show. There is a pretty sweet video of Angry Zach going full on beast angry mode. True. You should check that out. And him pretty good. Just so search the Nerd Thug Radio on the YouTube. You can search us. You could Google us. I recommend Googling us. Googling us. Because we are awesome. We are amazing. You get three awesome points added to your Google profile if you Google right. us. Google. And then hopefully, uh, inching towards the, uh, the Christmas holiday, we will be having live YouTube shows. Oh you can my. see our fat, nerdy faces talking. Oh, my gosh. Fat I didn't nerdy agree to, to you. I didn't agree to this. I'm fat and nerdy. I didn't agree to this. I'm, I'm fat and nerdy. I'm not going to do it. It's going to be great. So, uh, this is episode 30. I feel, the I feel big like this is a milestone. 3-0. This is like a milestone, We are bros. officially old. Nerds, we're old. Oh, man. I mean, I've been old for a while. Yeah, but this is episode 30. Catch all of our archives on nerdsdogradio.com. That's true. All previous episodes. All 29 of them. That's a lot of them. Speaking of nerds. You want, you want to know how old I am? Yeah, 33. Uh, Nailed so, it. That's true. That's true. Nailed it. So I helped move some furniture yesterday. Oh, boy. Nice. Furniture for yourself. Yes, correct. Oh, All right. okay. And I got uh, our friend James, the Smasher Hatcher, to Nito help. Mosquito. Because he's the size of a room. He is. Um, not like, so, not round. No, he's no, no, more no. like. He's just huge. A Mack truck. He's kind of just built like a comic book character. He really is. <laughs> so That's He's built accurate. like Duke Nukem. Yeah, yes, yes, That's James Hatcher. Duke James Nukem. James Hatcher is Duke Nukem with better hair? Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. So he uh, he helps move. I, he did about 80% of the lifting. I did a solid-ish 20. So, uh, yeah, I'm sore today. Like, I'm super sore. Like, old person sore. How are you old person sore if he did most of the lifting? I honest to God don't know because I did my best to not lift anything. I was like, okay, watch out for the corner. I'm looking at him funny. <laughs> I recently did a lot of yelling like, oh, like I was lifting stuff, but I didn't. I recently have gotten myself back into the gym. Yeah, you were doing the karate for a long time. I was, I was. I, I took about a two-month, uh, three-month uh, sabbatical. Where Can I tell you I, how we're similar? I did karate for a long time, and then I took a 20-plus year sabbatical. sabbatical. <laughs> I got a late start. Uh, I took about years. a three-month sabbatical where I did all kinds of things that aren't good for your body. Nice. So now I'm trying to get back in it. So right. I work out the Gold's Gym here in Conroe. What up, Gold's Gym? Sponsor us, Dirt Thug Radio. Yeah, if you can hear us, sponsor us. And uh, I am sore as well, but... In all the right places. I don't. I don't know what that means. Just wait till, just wait till the second day, because then you're gonna. No, this real... is day four. Oh, okay. This is day four. I've been in the gym now. I'm and, talking. Uh, I'm talking the soreness after the. Nico, when's day. the last time you were in a gym? Uh, when was the last time you were sore? Yeah, a while ago. <laughs> Back in the fifth grade, <laughs> right? When, when you had to do like when you hit growing walk things? across America. <laughs> <laughs> you never did walk across America on the track. No, I went to an elementary school. So did I. Go that far away. No, you just walk <laughs> around the track, and they add up your, your miles. 
See if How you've made it all the way around. around a elementary school track is the world. Well, four laps is a mile. So you had to do a bajillion laps. Well, they add everybody's miles together. What's a bajillion? The whole school gets added together. The entire school, so you <clears> just <throat> waited till the small children. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was it was cool. That's gotta be like herding chickens. Yeah. Like Dog across the America. to like run the laps. Yeah. Run kinda, the laps, run the laps. You don't have to run, you could probably walk. Yeah, but I mean when the kids take off, like how do you get them to stay on the track? William's pretty good at it. Yeah, Little Willie yeah, Savage. Because he's intelligent. <laughs> yeah, he is super smart. Yeah, when we go to the track and run, me, Willie, Sadie Savage, and Mommy Savage, uh, me and Willie are always about a lap and a half ahead of the girls. Dude can run. Okay, all Duke, right. Dude can push it. That's pretty impressive because he's sort his of tiny like legs. a weirdly natural athlete. Though. He is. It's very awkward to me how naturally athletic he is because you were athletic, but you weren't like naturally athletic. You I was just, naturally athletic. You were just no. I don't think that's what it was. Like you just you had he good eye out of a coordination. Tree. Which kind of covered up the fact that you were built like not an athlete. But uh, I was built is, like an athlete until you were not, you no, were, that is fictional. Just because you I know you want like, to tell the story that you were built like an athlete. You, I wasn't built. You've been probably up until since you were like five. Probably up until like high school, maybe. But I was. I mean, I was never the, the smallest kid. No, I was never the biggest kid. No, never the tallest. That's kind of what I'm getting at. I wasn't 75 pounds with a 100 pound head like Corey DLG. Correct. I was not made for sports. I was the made mole for on your back. Thinking. The mole on your back was bigger than the rest of your body. That's true. Actually, it voted before I did, like by two years. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Interesting enough, it went libertarian. And it I did. Was like, really weird. Really, we're gonna need healthcare, mole. <laughs> yeah, geez, I don't. <laughs> You're gonna kill me first, mole. Right. And he was like, I know. It was all planned. What? It was all a ruse. I got it was a bone all to pick. A dream. I got a bone to pick. Okay. Uh, I don't recommend touching those. They get infected. Recently, uh, the school system has done their like drug awareness week. Okay. What was and, that? And I didn't. I didn't have that. You're not in school anymore, Nico. I'm in college. Yeah. That doesn't count. Right. It's a different <laughs> drug awareness in college. So every yeah. day, the different elementary, intermediate schools, they have like a themed day. Okay. Okay. Like superhero. Which or, day is crystal meth? I don't know. I don't know what day that is. That's probably Hillbilly Day. That's Wednesday. Mountain Dew Day. Mountain Dew Day. That's what it is. And I love Mountain one Day. of the themes and Crystal Meth was Nerd Day. Okay. Nice. All right. So I'm looking on the Facebook and there's all these kids dressing up in like the glasses that are taped and suspenders and like pocket protectors and so What's your problem? I'm the nerd. I don't look like that. They're stereotyping, man. They- they They're racist. Stereotyping? They're racist. That's not, That's racism, not racism. It, it is for me. It's, it's called nerdism. It's it's stereotypism. It's stereotype nerdism racism. And it it's might racism. not even be a thing because I made it up. It's racism. It's it's accurate. It's no, accurate. Really. That's what nerds look like. <laughs> you don't look like that. Now, if a kid would have showed up in a basketball shorts and a Green Lantern shirt, we would have known that I would have known he was a nerd. Right. Right. We would have known. The school would have been like, hey, uh, Stony McGee. Uh, but nerves are becoming the popularity of, yeah, of the world cool. right now. We're cool, we're cool now. now. Right. This is our moment. Capture and own it. I mean, if they wanted to do Mom's it, spaghetti. let's say like 1980s nerd. This right. is 80s nerd day. Well, yeah. Not well, modern nerd day. Modern nerd But this day. is what you think of when you <laughs> see, when you hear nerd. When I hear nerd, I, I immediately look at your face. Wow. It's what shoves up in my head. Wow. <laughs> this so fat bearded me. guy. Of course I do. So Come you on. Think about me. You're my heterosexual life partner. Nico, cue the music. Of course. Light some candles. of course I think about you. <laughs> and don't even say you don't think about me because you know what happens when I get off of work every day? He calls you. I get a phone call from the Corey DLG. Sometimes it's you. multiple phone calls. Where are you? Why aren't you yeah, answering why don't your phone? You answer when I call. <laughs> he doesn't call me. Yeah, well, no, you're, you're right. I don't. You know why? I think I'm going to call Nico, but then I'm like, no. He won't even answer not, the phone. Right. Nico doesn't answer the phone. And if he's not doing what I want him to do, I'll just be mad at him. Yeah, that's fair. So me and Nico have this thing where we play the clicks during the lunch every day. Right, right. Yeah. And so. 
usually I'll, I'll text him or he'll text me, one of the two. It'll go both ways. Uh, about an hour before. I've heard this about you, too. Hey, are we still on for today? One of us will say something. Right, right. right. Yeah. And so on the Tuesday, we didn't we didn't clicks last week because uh, I had some work uh, stuff to do. Okay. Right. I said, we're on for tomorrow. He's like, deal. Because Wednesdays, he doesn't do the school. No, right. I don't have school Wednesday. So about 11, I text him. No response. <laughs> okay. 11.30, question mark. Right. No response. Mm. So noon comes, and I mm. start thinking to myself, should I just abandon ship or should I go check the Nego out? And I was like, you know what? I need gas anyways. So I'll just make it down there. Yeah. So I go there. His car's there. But his car's the only one there. Uh-oh. So, I don't know, maybe he went with Papa DLG right. to get the pizza or, or, or whatever he does. Right, right. So, I was like, you know what, let me just ring the doorbell. And this doorbell's loud. It yeah, is. It's pretty loud. I ring the doorbell. Nothing. Just like that. <laughs> silence. I was like, okay, I'm going to give it the 10 count. I'll count to 10 in my One, head. two. Right. 10. You know, boom, 10 hits. Nothing goes on. I go get back in my car. As I'm pulling out <laughs> of the driveway, a sleepy-headed Nico opens the door and is like, Hey, I'm awake. It's like I'm just now waking up for the day. Like, what the heck? You could have been spending that time doing nerd the radio stuff, Nico. I, it was it was the one day I slept in that week. This week, this is what this is what I'm talking about. I slept in one day. This is what I'm talking about. You don't get days. I don't get to sleep in. No, you can. You know what sleeping in? Sleep is when now? you're dead. You're an adult. Sleeping in is 10 a.m. Sleep when you're dead, Nico. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, 10 I'll a.m. is sleeping in. 10:30. When was the last time you slept till 10.30, Joey? If I sleep past 9, I get a headache. Okay. Now, on a Saturday, if you want to sleep till noon, I'll allow it. Because it's the weekend. It's the weekend. However. On hump day? Hump day? Hump day? You best get up, because you know we got clicks going, bro. By 10.30, What happened to this note-making? Did you make notes this last week? Uh, no, not this uh, week. See? Failure. Backsliding. 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 I felt really productive this week. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Why? Because you... Uh, Applied at the ship lease? I did apply at the ship lease. Yeah, it's such a I said, you know you have to start at like 4.30 in the morning. I, I literally out there was like, you'd have to go to bed at 8 p.m. And he's like, I know. When was the last time you went to bed at 8 p.m.? Uh, and you months. weren't sick. Like two months ago. That is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, a lie. it's a lie. Speaking of ship lease, there's a great ship lease here in Conroe on North Loop 336. If you're listening, go ahead and give us a sponsor. We talk about your donuts more often than one. Is, is this what we're doing? We're just we're just, yeah, we'll just, we're just gonna randomly pick up. I do stuff. have a donut story. Oh, donut story. A donut. Story. I have a cold donut story. So mine's probably better. So we got about uh four minutes. Let's go double donut story to right, end the segment. You go first. No, no, mine's better. You no, go. no, mine wins. When I was in college, okay, all right, there was a Krispy Kreme donut not okay. far from the uh, the dormitory. All right, you shouldn't tell the story. And so everyone knows that the Krispy Kreme, when their donuts come out, if they aren't perfectly round, they throw them. They away. just throw the deformed donuts out. That's true. It's racist. Quasimodo. It's yeah. Not, and not, so <laughs> me and my roommate, uh, the Benjamin Houston. <laughs> you just would first say last name on him? <laughs> the, the Benjamin Houston. Hey, look. This is, he's been, he was one of my best friends forever. Like, so the Benjamin Houston you. loves the story, okay? Oh, God. We would uh, go to the Krispy Kreme donut. We'd climb in the old dumpster. And we'd take these warm, still warm, 55-gallon bag of deformed donuts <laughs> out of said trash can. We'd go back to the dormitory, and we lived at the end of the dorm. Like the only when you walk out of my dorm, you have to go left to go to the stairs. Yeah. The right is the fire escape. Okay. Right. So we would just take the donuts, set it in front of the fire escape door, which is probably illegal. Right. And uh, for about a week, people would just randomly come down and grab the deformed donuts when they were wanted a snack. And uh, we do it about once every two weeks, and we were always stockpiled on the Krispy Kreme. Deformed donuts. I almost I feel like leaving it up for a ever week. knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> we were doing uh, our part to save the kids in Ethiopia. No, you were you were dumpster diving. 
Not only yeah. dumpster diving, and also people were grabbing it for a week. Yeah, like that's not. Yeah, donuts last good yeah. for. These were okay because they were warm, so they stayed on top of each other, so they like just constantly warmed each other the whole time. Is this is this what you're going with? Yeah, yeah, they stayed warm because they started. Warm. We got two minutes. Your donut story. So the donut place that I go to on my way to work is literally it's right there on the loop around, and um, it's it's so great. Uh, they sell actual kolaches that are actually like. Seven inches of salt. Oh yeah, kolaches, they're like good. Real it's not like the real ones. It's not like these little four foot of bread and like two inches of sausage. Right? No, this is like a the real, sausage is this sticking is out real the end. Sausage link. Yeah, it's good. It is so good. It is breakfast sausage. It is legit. Delicioso. So the dude doesn't speak a ton of English, but I noticed he has a WWE Money in the Bank briefcase in the <laughs> what? kitchen. That's pretty I solid. Can see it through. That's solid, bro. So Saturday morning, I, I jump in there for some. For some late breakfast, and I'm uh, I'm standing there and I'm talking to him for a minute. I go, "Is that a WWE Money in the Bank briefcase?" Oh yeah, I love the wrestling. I love the wrestling. Mm, I said, yeah. "Really?" I said, "You know, we have a radio show. We talk about this." And started talking to him for a minute. Here's the insight. Here's my donut insight for the week. What is it? Donut. He feels like Seth Rollins should be suspended because Why? he consistently is injuring wrestlers. Uh, I heard this story as well, uh, but there's been a lot of the trainers and legends who have backed up Seth Rollins that it's not him. It's just some some freak occurrences. He broke John Cena's nose. He ended Sting's career. Oof. Yeah. He hurt Roman Reigns. He did mess he up Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. Wow. All within like six months. No, nah, it wasn't six months because he was out for a long time. Well, the Sting thing was before he got hurt, but when he came right, back, right. he did the other three. Right. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's like one, and it's like, oh, okay. That it's was a freak one. occurrence. And then three more. I don't, well, my I don't donut think... guy. Yeah. Where I get all my wrestling news from. <laughs> my he's, donut guy. He's your wrestling source? The wrestling <laughs> we donut guy. He's my Portuguese slash Filipino. We got to bring, we gotta bring a donut guy in for some wrestling insight. <laughs> the wrestling donut. How great know, would that his be? His wife seemed pretty mean. She might not let him come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know how their language is just a little angry when they talk to each other? Right. That's racist. And so, like, it's very, it's very abrupt. And they were talking because they have to articulate right. the different sounds, so it yeah. sounds like they're being it forceful. Very... They're just articulating. Well, he wasn't exactly smiling. He kind of had the Ooh. defeated husband, head down, shaking it look on right. him. He was like, "Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no." So as we were talking, he was like, "I, I got to go. Have a good day." Awesome. Uh, we also have to go right now and jump out to a break. Is he? Is his wife here now? Yep, she's here. Oh okay. God, here she comes. Uh, <laughs> when we get back, we'll get into some sports news, something we don't normally do on Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey, you listening to the podcast? What do you think so far? We really like doing it. Hit us up on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio with your thoughts. Uh, keep in mind, we're live every Monday from one to three. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're everywhere. Nerd Thug Radio, talking nerdy to you. And now, the world champions of podcasting, Nerd Thug Radio. That's actually not an official title. It is an official title. We just made we'll that Starting at the DJ position, Joey Savage. At this other DJ position, <laughs> Corey TLG. I was wondering how that was going to work. Producing Nico DLG. Hey, what's up? That's my uh, sports intro to compare you know, okay. All right. to the 108-year uh, curse being broken oh. this past week. The Chicago Cubs winning right. the World Series of Baseball. Baseball. That's right. Baseball. 
Uh, a, but a, we are Nerd Thug Radio. We don't do a whole lot of sports on the show. We do pop culture. We do sports pop culture. We sprinkle in the sports like we're dropping sprinkles on cupcakes Love ever so cupcakes. often. But uh, DLG, you wanted to do a little uh, sports segment here. That's true. So, That's true. So take it away. Take it away now. So I walked in today, kicked in the door, and I said, guys, we're talking sports. I said, that's right up my alley. Okay, so first thing, uh, Andre Johnson announced his retirement. He did. He is. He's, he's retired mm-hmm. since we were last on the air. So he's no longer playing the game of football. He then De Americana. that he will always be a Texan. Released it on his Instagram. Wow. Um, I have two problems with that. Go ahead. First problem, I don't believe in players retiring midseason. Yeah, it was. I have a big issue with that. Okay. So Arian Foster also recently retired, actually a week before him. However, he was injured. And was missing the rest of the season. Wasn't coming back. So he says, guys, I'm hanging it up. I'm retiring. And I'm I'm fine with that, although he probably should have just kept it to himself till the end of the season anyway for money reasons, probably. Andre, though, has not while he's been a huge part of the Titans game plan. As a matter of fact, the last two weeks they say he hasn't been a target at all. No, but he did catch a game-winning pass earlier this season. Correct. Um, And he's... He's been also a receiver a presence. I mean, yeah. he, he, it's a young Tennessee Titans team. I'm sure they need all the veterans, all the they leaders do. that they can get in so the locker room. Let's talk a little leaders in the locker room right uh, now. Right Chicago now. Cubs. Okay. World Series champions. Correct. You have a leader on the squad. He's only 28, but he's one of the veterans in the clubhouse because most because of those guys team. are young. Right. Jason Hayward. Right. They signed him to this huge deal. Didn't play all that well this year. Didn't even get over a 200 batting average. Oof. World Series, not so much. Was even bitched the first two games. But the last couple of games, he's been put in, right? So he was starting game seven. Going into the top of the 10th inning, they have a rain delay. If you watch game seven of the World Series, it was back and forth the entire right. time. it was a tight game. Indians had the momentum going into the extra innings. Rain delay happens. Jason Hayward, veteran presence, calls a players-only team meeting in the weight room in the clubhouse. They get together. Whatever words he said, fired them boys up. They came out and just wrecked shot and closed the game down. So you need that veteran you presence. You need a veteran, absolutely. And, Whether and, they contribute or not on the field a lot of times, you have that veteran presence right, and that's there. that's what I think makes this an incredibly selfish thing. I, I, I think so as well. The past couple, Andre Johnson's last couple of years in Houston, there were quarterback issues, we'll mm-hmm. say, gingerly. Uh, you know, Matt Schaub, a lot of people didn't like him. His career, though, in Texans history is the most prolific passer we've ever had. He just, he had, he the, had, he had those couple, last two years were bad, man. They weren't good. They, uh, and then the last year of Andre Johnson as a Texan, I think he had five different starting quarterbacks. He did. Different starting quarterbacks. He did. And then in the offseason, they came to him and they said, listen, we're designing a new offense. We're not going to just keep You're it. not going to be. You're not going to be featured. The go-to guy anymore. We're, we're going to just look for open people. Now, Bill O'Brien coming from the New England game style, New England doesn't have receivers you talk about during the season. Just now, tight Wes ends. Wecker, Wes it. Walker and Julian Edelman, when you finish a season, you go, man, those numbers are crazy. Right. But during the season, you only talk about Tom Brady. You don't you, say during Julian. the season. You talk Tom Brady and you talk Rob, Rob Gronkowski. Right. That's you it. You don't talk about the receivers at nope. all. But they just show up every day and catch nine passes for eighty yards right. and touchdowns. And their receivers, besides you know Wilker and then Edelman, has mainly been like a rotation of just guys on the outside. Former former everyone's Amendola's there. Gaffney, now. like they just Jabbar they Gaffney, people Randy out. Moss at one point. They just grab people off the scrap heap. They bring them in. They try Aaron them Dobson. Out. If they can run the routes, they do it. Dobson was drafted and was supposed to be somebody. He plays didn't, three years. Didn't work out. Yeah. Um, but so my issue is, is once he heard he wasn't going to be important to the offense, Andre Johnson didn't want to be a Texan anymore. He's like, I'm done. He held out a camp, and then he offered to come back to camp if they would reimburse him the money that he'd cost himself. 
The thing with Andre Johnson that all the Texans fans always overlook is that he had a lot of money issues with the Texans. He did. He had a his like a cousin Pookie situation where his uncle was his agent for the first half of his career. Right. And he signed a bad long-term deal. Uncle Andre. Uncle Andre signed a bad long-term deal. And then he wound up being like the 15th highest paid receiver at a time when he was the third best, fourth best receiver yeah. in the league. He made had some issues. And so he came to the Texans. He asked for more money. The Texans really didn't owe him anything. He had multiple years left on the deal. They turn around and they give him a couple of like back-to-back extensions to make the money work. Um, and so when they turn around and do all that for you, you need to just shut up and play. Yeah, no, definitely. And so when he walked away from the Texans, I was really disappointed in how he handled it. Now, Publicly, he says all the right things. Right, he does all the night. He well, it's buys disappointing the for the kids. I mean, he's still a pre- he was still a presence in Houston. Right, he did had all his charities in Houston. He still worked with. Right, and I think, he but kept it's very disappointing whenever that. you get upset at your your team, and then you leave and you go to their immediate rival in the division. And it's such an old, obvious play. Every player that does it is somebody who is out to prove a point. Right, I'm going to play you twice a year. I'm going to come back home and I'm going to embarrass. Nothing you. happened. Nothing. Not the first year. The second year, he had a touchdown. He had two touchdowns. Right. Uh, but the first year, it was a quiet return. Andre Johnson was barely featured at all. Um, and, and honestly, the reality of the matter is, he kind of showed who he was retiring midseason. I've always said I wasn't thrilled with his character. Not that he doesn't do great charity right. work, but his football character on the field. How good of a teammate was Andre Johnson? He retired midseason because they stopped throwing him the ball. Right. That says everything you need to know about him. One thing that I will never forget that my grandmother and my mom both instilled in me, if you start something, you finish it. If you agree to play a season with the Tennessee Titans, you play the season. You play the season with the Tennessee Titans. Right. Unless they trade you away, they cut you. You don't leave on your own accord because I haven't gotten the ball in two weeks. Yeah, you don't just just jump ship. Jerry Rice, greatest receiver in the history of the NFL. Of the world. Um, Oakland Raiders, towards his last year with the Oakland Raiders, Kerry Collins won a whole game where he didn't look at him and throw one, didn't throw it to him once. Right. Because Jerry Rice was no longer beating his guy on coverage. Nope. Jerry Rice gets mad. He kicks some signs. He kicks some stuff. He's upset. In the locker room, he has some words with Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins flat out said, I didn't realize that was even a streak. I didn't even know that was a thing. Because it broke like a 200-game streak. Of him catching of a him pass. Of him catching at least one pass in every right. game. Well, you're not open. You're not open. Right. And so Jerry Rice, though, did not walk away. He finishes that season. He even, I think, tries out for the Broncos the next year and just gets cut and doesn't make a team. Right. But he definitely finished that season as an Oakland Raider, and he didn't He didn't let the public know that he was mad about not getting the ball. He didn't tell the public, hey, they're not throwing me the ball anymore. He just went about his business. He, he just acted like a professional. and so he, he did his job. He did his job, and that's what this is. This is a job. Now, I know they don't need the money, and I, don't, and I know that financially, Andre Johnson's set for life. His grandkids will hopefully have money. But the reality is... You finish the season. Yeah, you yeah, you know, you definitely season. do. You're a veteran. You're a leader. It's a it's a new coaching staff. Like it's a young organization right now. Young There's quarterback. No reason to leave. Now, no. be that veteran presence in the dugout, or in this case, on the sideline, help those younger receivers. Tell the receivers how to run the rounds. Teach right. them stuff. Tell Get them in there. To, show them how to practice. Show them how to work out. So we we hit on the World Series. Yes. Let's jump back real quick. Okay. How would you feel? So. Game six of the World Series, the Cubs just demolished Cleveland, right? Right. Now, Cleveland was up 3-1. 3-1. Okay. And they lost the World Series. But how bad would you feel being a fan of the Cleveland Indians, spending 1500 bucks on a seat to game six, 
just no. to see your team get demolished. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, no, I don't feel bad at all. I don't feel bad at all. How much does that suck, though? It's not exciting. It's not fun to see your team lose. But you're at a World Series. But game. you, but if you you're look at a World no, Series, you game. you are. But if you look on their faces, there's oh, like, oh yeah, their no, faces you, like no, that's dang like, it. I just they bought the, the money on win, this. <laughs> they bought the ticket to be there when they won, right? And they the didn't. Championship, they didn't. And they didn't. So that that part of it hurts. You definitely are looking at yourself, going, "Oh man, you know what? Like it would have been so cool to watch them get the World Series tonight because it was three yeah. two. If they win, right. it's over in Cleveland. You're expecting to win. You're excited, and you don't. And you don't. But you're at no the definitely. World it's just, you're it's at the be World a, Series where you could potentially just take it home. It's right got to be a cruddy right. feeling, though. It's got to be. It's it's got to be weird because you got to think to yourself two things. One, I can't believe they didn't win. But two, look how far we are. From the beginning of a season where the city of Cleveland sold them out, the city of Cleveland, right. they weren't, they were like, well, to give up to Cleveland, the their three best players weren't even on the field. Right. Like, they've been hurt all year. Right. Um, did you hear the story about the uh, the marriage uh, situation with the tickets at Wrigley Field? No. Okay, so there's this, this husband and wife. What did I just sound like? Just like a wizard? No. 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 There's this husband and wife in Chicago. Okay. And I guess this is for game. Four or five, one of the one of the three games because she went ahead and went right away. So her and her husband are estranged. Okay, so they're still married but not legally divorced. Okay, so they're but they're separated. They have two season tickets to the uh, World oh, Series game, no. to to the Cubs game. Right? He has the tickets. She wants the tickets. There, he's got the tickets. So she files like a motion with the court, like <laughs> and like <laughs> speeds it through like tremendously. Well, yeah, like you, quickly you, you to get this to figured out. Things. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, the judge ends up ruling that the husband can keep both tickets. However, he has to take their son to the game with him. What a great judge. And then he has to buy his wife a ticket of equal value to oh. the game. Oh, oh, crap. Yeah. And the median tickets at that point were like 1000 bucks. Jesus. What a where he was judge. where he where, where he was sitting? Like man, like how bad is that where the wife's like, I'm taking you to court for them World Series tickets? I, you know, um, <laughs> it's such I, a great like, story. You, it's such a ridiculous situation that I could that I, I 100% believe it happened. As I'm reading, won't. as I'm reading, it just gets better. I'm like, oh, cool. The judge is like, you can keep them. You have to take your son. Like what you a, said, great, great. You also have to buy your wife a ticket. What? Now, see, that's where he loses me in the fair and equitable thing. Like, if they've already. Because I'm sure they've been going through the process. You take him to the World Series, but you get the kid on Christmas this year. Well, like that would have made more sense. (laughs) If you're already dividing property and she's already said you could have the tickets, then I don't have to take her. Right. Take the son. I I think that's awesome. I think the judge. That is great. I think that is baller. Now buy your wife an equal ticket. That's where he loses me. You know what? She can take my son. Forget it. I don't even (laughs) want to. I don't want to go. She now now has to take my son and she has to buy me a thousand dollar ticket. Right, um, crazy, right? There was a there's an old it's an old joke. You talk about divorce here. There's an old joke where uh, the milkman is getting divorced from his wife, and the wife, uh, she basically she does. So oh, I've done the calculations. You service X amount of houses at X amount of dollars, you know, for X amount of years. So uh, I oh I'm entitled to half the business. So um, you know the half the business is worth uh, two million dollars, and um, that's that's what the lawyer writes down. So his immediate reply is, I'll take it. Deal. <laughs> like she's supposed to pay him. And all of a sudden, she's like, oh, well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never I'm mind. out. We'll figure it out another way. Um, how much do you think Theo Epstein, though, is worth to a franchise now? Like, okay, if, I mean, Red Sox, Cubs, 
So like he's, he's a, a wizard, man. He's a, a wizard. Baseball franchise. Wizards. You need a general manager to build your team. Let's say let's say winning a championship gives your team like 150 million dollars in extra money. Let's do this. Let's jump out to a break real quick. All right. Let me gather my thoughts on this question. Yeah, do some numbers. Do some. Let me do some number crunching. When we come back, the Savage will answer this Theo Epstein question. Oh, Nerd Thug Radio, talking nerdy to you. Joey Savage here. Thanks for checking out our archives for Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach on out to us, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio, or you can follow me on Instagram, joey.savage15. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yo, 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 yo. The Captain Joey Savage. Yo, drop a bar. Uh, That's Corey DLG. Nico DLG. And he's dropping bars. Dropping apparently. bars. He's been oh. trying to weightlift. He's been dropping oh. these bars on all his, over, on all his over toes. Me. All over oh, them toesies. Uh, we're Nerd Thug Radio. We're on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. We're also streaming on the World Wide Web, IRLoneStar.com. Uh, apparently, it's also an app, according to the DLG. It's an app. Download it in the App Store. It's true. You can do that. Or uh, Facebook.com backslash Radio is where our Facebook page is. Yep. You, can, you can be one of the fans. You can like be us, one of the fans. Follow us. I'll stalk you. If you're and here. post on there for us. And NerdThugRadio.com is the official website of this show. That's, That's true. That's, That's amazing. True. It's got great stuff on there. There's blogs. Uh, Nico, step your game up. And there's uh, photos of different events that we've done. This this week's going to be exciting. I'm doing a, a set review on Joker's Wild. Nice, Ooh, nice. Okay. The Hero right. Click set. Uh, we recently just finished our first charity event. Yep. We yep. shall be putting pictures up about that. And I'm also going to uh, post some nudes. No, he's not. Um, and uh, there's different rants. The rant section. Check it out. Wait, there, what happened to my nudes? I there's just... a video of Zach on there. There's also an interview with... Um, our boy uh, Chris Russo from uh, Reality of Wrestling. It's a great interview. It really is. If you love wrestling, listen to that interview. He's got a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. It's real, it's real good stuff. He came up in NXT with the uh, with the Shield. Yep. He knows uh, those so guys. He, he knows those guys. He knows uh, Enzo Amore, things like that. This week, I will also be releasing the next interview that we did while we uh, spent time down there. Oh. It's going to be with J.J. Uh, Blake. Oh, Double yeah. J, J.J. Blake. This is a great interview. It's not about wrestling at all. It's mostly about video games. And he's recently it's been competing good. for the heavyweight title down there. So oh, really? We will uh, let him have his due. Yeah, he sounds he like shout the EA out to guy. JJ. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Yeah, he does guy. sound like the EA guy. He sounds like the great EA voice guy. a lot. Yeah. Speaking of EA Sports, uh, when we left... I had a question for you. You had a question about right. Theo Epstein. Right. So so here's... Let me, let me, for those just tuning in... Break it down. Just joining us. Break it down. So Theo Epstein is the general manager, or possibly even the baseball president of operations for the uh, He is the, the god of the Cubs. Right. Uh, he also was the general manager of the Boston Red Sox when they won four in a row against the Yankees to then sweep the Cardinals and break their curse. Yes, he is the god of baseball now. So, essentially, using his sabermetrics and his player evaluation talents... That he learned from Billy Bean. He assembles some of the... Well, he basically was a replacement for Billy Bean. He wasn't Billy Bean. Um, if you're watching the movie, he's not Jonah Hill. He's, uh, when they make Billy Bean the offer and Billy Bean turns it down, he's the guy they call next. Right. Uh, and so basically what happens here. That's the movie Moneyball, by the way. Yes, the movie. Featuring the uh, most handsome man in the world, Brad Pitt. I thought you were going to say me. 
I'm not in Moneyball, but I am the most handsome man in the world. But you do look like Jonah Hill in that movie. I do so. look like Jonah Hill. <laughs> All right, true. so continue with this Theo Epstein. So here's my thought. Let's say if you win a baseball championship, your franchise magically received a check of $100 million. Like it, the value of your franchise increased, the revenue towards your franchise, the selling of World Series things and memorabilia and all that stuff. Let's say winning a championship is worth $100 million. If Theo Epstein walked in to your baseball club and said, hey, I'm going to win you one of those things in about six years, you're going to pay me half. Would you do it? Here's the issue. What do you got? No one can afford Theo Epstein anymore. Well, I mean, someone can because the Cubs just paid him. Well, the Cubs. <laughs> so, so like the Dodgers with Magic Johnson's money? Because he owns a bank. Magic Johnson owns maybe, a bank. Here, this is what I was going to get at. There might be two teams left that could hire Theo Epstein. Don't say the Yankees. No, they they gonna they have the money to do it. I don't think he'd ever do it though. Well, no, he doesn't. They don't. That's the thing is the Yankees now that uh, Papa's passed. Right. They don't believe in spending in the old ways. The new franchise model is to keep it under two hundred million. Which I know when you say out loud sounds crazy. The new model, but, new, but lots of franchises no, no, no. spend in the two fifty range. The new model now, I believe the way things are going. When you look at this Cubs team and you look at the Royals team of last year, okay, uh, even the Giants team before them. The Giants, who've won three uh, in it's, seven years? Let's spend money on good management. Right. They'll find ways to keep our payroll low. Absolutely. Absolutely. And win. Right. Now, I honestly, I don't know what the number would be for Theo Epstein. It's, it's, it's got to be ridiculous. But then on the flip side, what does he really want to do now? I mean, what do you you're mean? a baseball god. You just took the Red Sox and, and the broke Cubs. the Cubs I mean, who's next? I mean, to him, it's almost. If I'm Theo Epstein now, it's like, let me let me ride the Cubs out a few more years, see if we can add anything to it, and then let me find another streak and try to go break that. Well, okay, so here's the issue. It's got to be a challenge. Theo to him Epstein's now. not an old person. No, he's a young he's, fella, mid thirties right now. I he was on the uh, the tube sitting with John Cusack and Bill Murray, right? Eddie Vedder. He's, he's a young guy. He's, he's a very he was a very young guy in Boston, maybe late forties, mid forties. Uh, Nico, we looked that up for us. Wizard. I, I actually think he's I mid. You. I think he's. I don't think he's even forty yet. Nerd, he's got to be forty. No, because he was nerd thug wizard. Look he was up. Very young with the red. Let's guess. Can we guess? I'm gonna say Go thirty seven. Forty three. Okay. All right, here you go. Let me get a second. So continue with your right. Theo Epstein. So here's my th- here's Let's my wrap thought. up some sports talk with Theo Epstein. It, 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 it draws a corollary to a lot of these people who peak early. Remember the all movie? Right. The- I got it. How go. Old? 42. Boom! Okay, all right, okay. Bada boom. But still, think about that. Bro, this guy's in the room. He's 42 right now. Yeah, he's got a long ways to go, And with baby. Boston, and then with Chicago. I mean, so this is... I mean, b- baseball people stay around baseball until they're like eight. Yeah, they do. Baseball people go nowhere. So think of the movie The Rainmaker. Matt Damon wins an unwinnable case against an unbeatable opponent. Right. Him and Danny DeVito. And it's a really good movie. You should watch it at some point. It's probably on the Netflix, I bet. if you On look, the Netflix. Or on one of these mini Hulu, downloadable things. Amazon Prime. Um, but anyway, it's called Rainmaker. It's one of Matt Damon's first movies. It's really good. When, you, when, you are, when you're watching it and you realize what he's done, he even realizes what he's done. He set a bar so high. That he'll never clear it again. Not without cheating. Not without compromising. Not without doing things that he doesn't We're believe. We're talking about in. Matt Damon or Theo Epstein? Matt now? Damon in this. It's, okay, okay. So he then decides to become a teacher of law. He gets a law degree. He gets. A, he goes to law school, and now he's a teacher of law. Because he's... It, where do you go? How that's that's kind of how I feel about Theo Epstein. Like, that's well, like going platinum with your first album. Where, do, where does what he do go do? from here? Does he try to just win some more with, with the Cubs? Do you then go... Like, what's the worst baseball team? Pittsburgh? No. Pittsburgh's... Pretty decent now. I mean, who would you consider right now the worst team in baseball? Yeah, I mean the Astros were it for a minute, but they've started. They, the they've turned it around. 
Sports Illustrated, I think, just put a, a cover up with future 2017 world champions with George Springer on the cover. Again? Yeah. Why are they doing that to us? The worst team in baseball. Orioles? No, they're they're pretty good, too. The Blue Jays, that whole East with the Yankees, Red Sox, it's all Orioles, now. You're right. they're all, You're right. Competitive. It's all competitive. Now. Um, the, oh, the Mariners played pretty well. It's kind of hard to like decide who would be the worst team in baseball. I mean, there's got to be. They fluctuate so much. But for a long time, it was a given that it was like the Pirates, and then they, no, it was the Pirates, and then they and then they turned started, around. Although yeah. they they've kind of slided a little bit. They backslid a little bit because they don't know how to sustain success. The Brewers, the Rockies, the Rockies. No, because they were in it like seven years ago. They were in the World Series like six or seven years ago. Was it uh, was it that long ago? Uh, my boy Taylor was on the team. Man, that was that long ago. Um, can we talk about? talked a lot of baseball here we have <laughs> and we're, crazy. Not, we're not even really baseball guys i, I love baseball you do I, i'm a baseball i guy. can't watch baseball on tv and i've kind here's of fallen thing. out of love here, with baseball here's the thing with me and the dlg we're both football guys yes i'm the baseball guy he's the basketball guy yes that's how it works with us that is how it works. nico is the league of legends on tv guy yeah i got it thanks for playing all right so let's let's get out of the baseball stuff wait wait how much would you pay theo i don't know i don't know $2. I, I don't know how if much. If you owned a franchise and you knew know. winning a World Series would give you $100 million. I don't, know if I, could, I don't know if I could accurately say how much I would give him. Would, would you ever tell him no, though? Like I wouldn't tell him no. Like, if he walked in and was like, hey, I know you're the owner of, let's do it. It's the Padres. If he I, walks I know you're the in, owner of the Padres. If he walks in and he says, hey, I want to come run your organization. I'm going to bring you your World Series. My first question is, how much do you want? Write it down. He slides it to me. Probably just pay it for him. Pay it to him. No, I, no questions asked. I probably don't say no. no tell me how much you want. You I'll pay you. But I honestly, I can't honestly say how much I would pay him because, to be quite honest with you, I don't know what their salaries run. Like, I don't. Well, I mean, let's say a GM. Let's say a GM is doing three on an average. Three mil. Yeah, Theo Epstein's worth what? Twelve? Definitely fifteen at least. And then let's say if the walk- average if the average is let's say the average is three million, I pay I pay five times the average for Theo Epstein. Yeah, I would too. And let's say he walks in though and he says, "You're gonna get, you're gonna write me one check for seventy five million dollars. I'm gonna run your team until you win, and then I walk away." I'd probably do it. I, would, I think I would do it too. Yeah, if in. he wins in two years, I'm thrilled. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what they all want, right? Because even mean, even bad teams make money. Yeah, basically. Yeah, in baseball they all do. It's rigged. I hate. I, that's why I don't like baseballs. It's rigged. I love baseball. There's several rigged. owners who aren't spending money. Like they all share. They all pull. Right. Baseball right. makes a crap ton of money. And baseball makes so much money. All those contracts are guaranteed. All those contracts are just guaranteed. like the NBA. They're giving away. They're turning people into instant hundred millionaires. And then, then there's a baseball team like the Padres or the Astros who try and say, hey, we're just going to take it slow. Take it slow. I mean, you just, slow you, just you, watch, you watch another team spend $100 take million on easy. one guy. But if we've seen in the past, big spenders Aren't, doesn't correlate right. winning anymore. Winning in the offseason doesn't win you games Not in anymore. the regular season. And it never, it never really did. But the Yankees just spent so much that it had to. Like, they bought everyone. Well, they had stars. I mean, that's really weird. Like, during the steroid era of baseball, like, oh. When you had two or three star players that could hit the ball, or if you had four star pitchers like the Braves did when they were winning in the what, early nineties, what about what about uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks with Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling? Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling, a juiced up uh, Luis Gonzalez, yeah. a juiced up Steve Finley, and that was it. Like I remember famously, the uh, Brian Cashman of the Yankees said, "What are they going to do? Beat us four times?" Yep, that's what a World Series is, Brian. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what a World Series is. Four games, but now. If you look at the Cubs team that won, you've got um, Izzo and that Chris Bryant, who are kind of 
They're young. They're kind of big names. But well, they're not, that's the new thing. They're in baseball. not superstars, right? And that's the new thing in baseball is these these tool players. These five right. tool, five tool, four tool. Ben Zobrist, right? Uh, who is the World Series MVP? Two. He won last year in the World Series with the, the Royals. That's so cool. Man. He's the MVP this year. He is the only Chicago Cub World Series MVP ever. Because they didn't have World Series MVPs back in 1908. Uh, they also didn't have black players in Major League Baseball. He uh, is also an alum of Dallas Baptist University. Oh, look at that. Look My at alma mater. Your alma mater. Yay! <laughs> All right, let's jump out of some alma mater stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for it? Um, we got a few minutes here left. All right. We'll do a little bit of nerd stuff here. Oh, round up God. this episode. Thank God. And then we'll jump into more stuff. And then I'll call Theo and I'll tell him I got him a raise. Got him a raise with the, <laughs> with the San Diego Padres. That's right. Wow, we only got like three minutes. Um <laughs> The Defenders on Netflix. Ooh. Not a lot of uh, big time news came for, like, out this a lot past of week. Stuff for like yeah, a lot of uh, comic stuff. Now Doctor Strange did drop over the weekend. Oh my! Uh, God. We haven't seen it yet. We'll get it in next episode. We'll, That's right. We'll talk. We about like it to give you guys a couple weeks to see the new movies no, before no we talk spoilers. about it. No spoilers. no spoilers. But the Defenders they've released a bunch of news. They it's going to be an eight part miniseries. Which is big news. We all thought it was going to be like a Netflix-type movie. I thought it was going to be like a two-hour movie. I really But did. it's going to be an eight-part miniseries. Which is high quality. Which is high quality. You've I'm got so your, excited. Corey, round off the four heroes of the Defenders. So, obviously, it's Daredevil. Correct. Jessica Jones. Yep. Luke Cage. Yep. And the yet-to-be-seen Iron Fist. Which is the next series coming out. Correct. Now, that's, that's early 2017. 17, I believe so, yes. God, so far away, but not. Not. No, yeah. Not at all. So, right, not the, at first all. Two episodes, <laughs> the first two episodes, they do have a director. It is the uh, lady who directed Jessica Jones. Which I'm very excited about. She will be directing. That was the most... Okay, so Luke Cage by far is my favorite so far. Okay. But Jessica Jones to me was the most interesting because they really... They, they weren't worried about the viewer. They took their time... Right. ...telling their own story. So to me, I found that really intriguing. And I say they weren't worried about the viewer. What I mean is I hear a lot of people say the first few episodes were kind of slow. But, but they did a good job knew. of like building up who exactly. the characters were, and that's what this director it, is going to have to do in the first two episodes. Right, because the Defenders is going to have to tie in a lot of stuff because the shows haven't really done you the favor of tying together yet. Everybody. The Night Nurse is cut through in each of them. Speaking so, of Night Nurse, she is going to be making an appearance in, in the Defenders. Oh, she R- has to. Rosario she Darson. To. Um, also, uh, Deborah Wall, who plays Karen Page. Yep. They've signed her on to be in, in the miniseries. Uh, the chick that plays Misty Knight. Also is in the miniseries. Which means I suspect you're going to see Colleen Wing. They can't announce it because Iron Fist right, hasn't right. come out yet. But uh, I think you've got uh, the guy who plays Sticks from Daredevil. Apparently he's also going to be in it. May, let's me think, is Electra going to show up? I don't know. They haven't said anything yet. Oh, could this be the Electra story? Which then makes Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver has signed on to play the main antagonist of the series. Okay. They haven't released her character yet, but she is the main antagonist. So we've got to Which think I think is kind of big because this is a big name person. Right. Sigourney Weaver is a big deal. Right. So you got to think it's uh, it's going to be somebody hydra-related, hand-related? I would think so. I, I, I want to say hand. It's got to be. It's got to be. Got to be. Let's got to take out to a break now. When we come back, uh, me and DLG are going to break into DC movies. I thought you were going to say song and dance. We could do that as well. Okay. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, and we're looking for more talk shows and volunteer DJs for our music shows. If you're interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star, or always wanting to live out your dream of being a music DJ, contact Lone Star Community Radio online at irlonestar.com slash contact us, or call the station at 936-647-5747 for more information.
Tony. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. A.K.A. the Bilbo Bayo over there. It's your boy, Bilbo Bayo. Bilbo Bayo here. Speaking of Bilbo Bayo, we yes. like to give the Nico nicknames. We do. Based upon his appearance. Yes. yes. Or if we're just mad at him, right? Yes. Right, 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 right. But right. This, inter- this nickname you gave yourself. It is true. Because yeah. one, I look like Scott Bayo, and also am I a tall hobbit, so... It's like Scott Bayo and Bilbo Baggins had a kid. That, yeah, that would fan. be Nico. That's right. accurate. Be yeah. Nico. Speaking of uh, Bilbo Baggins and the uh, Tolkien universe, oh, uh, there's going to be a new book coming out. Talking Tolkien over here. Talking oh, Tolkien. Talking Tolkien. It's based in the, the uh, universe. Hour. The Tolkien universe. It's based upon, I, I want to say two brothers. I could be wrong. It's two dudes. Some dudes. Uh, that Story of some dudes. They have some <laughs> um, history. The history of Middle Earth. I forget what... what the book is called that Tolkien wrote. It's got a name to it. It's sort of like an S or something. But anyways, Nico, you it up? Yeah, I got you. Nico's got us. Anyways, some guy's writing it. It's fan fiction, obviously. Uh, Aragon has mentioned these two in, in one of the books and the movies and stuff. So they're, they're real dudes in the history, but it's not Tolkien stories. So it's fan fiction. How do you yeah, feel about no, that? No, no, no. It's 100% fan fiction. Um, you you want to know how I feel about it? You ready? You want to know? You want to know? Yes, yes, I do. I'm, I'm going to tell you. You ready? This sounds like blasphemy. This is blasphemy. Straight up blasphemy. I don't. You. Can't, I don't like fan fiction. You, well, you first of all, we've we've made that very clear with my views on the Harry Potter. Uh, right. Fan yeah. fiction. Cursed child. Fan fiction in and of itself is. I mean, I love that fans care enough, but I also kind of hate it. Because Save it for the start, internet. Well, then they, well, then that's what it is for. But then they also start to kind of own it a little bit, and they're like, "Oh, well, you can't do that to those characters." But here's the thing about Tolkien. Tolkien's dead. He gone. Yeah. Um, and his family was super protective of the whole Tolkien universe. Uh, there were basically two camps in the Tolkien family. There was a son. I believe he was a son. He might have been a grandson. Maybe grandson. Um, who was essentially of the view that we can cash out and make some movies and everybody will love them. And the rest of the family really kind of firmly believed Tolkien was against that stuff. Because in the, in the stories, there's allegories to kind of anti-modernization, anti-industrialism. He was very kind of a hippie very pro you know green stuff so is it okay to have these movies was was a big debate internally they also were worried that it wasn't going to that it wasn't going to turn out good they, they thought the movies might not be because the movies are complicated the stories are big and computer graphics weren't there yet yeah so peter jackson really went on a campaign to convince them because about 10 years before they did the first trilogy there was supposed to be another set of movies and basically the family nixed it they said no no nah. Peter deal Jackson or no deal. Deal or no deal. No deal. So Peter Jackson, with the help of the rogue element who who wanted movies, the two of them got together. They did some CGI testing, some pre-work on a bunch of the stuff that would be unshootable, quote-unquote. They take it to the family. The family's blown away. They love it. They give them permission to treat this lore as its own. And, and, and the rest is history. So now, though, I don't know. Like He kind of took so much liberty with the last trilogy. Yeah, the last trilogy was not... Tolkien. I mean, it was Tolkien, but, but not but in the order in which. Right. Yeah. First so it's of all, called the uh, Silmarillion, I guess. Yeah. Okay. In the seventies, yeah. and uh, it's his son, I guess, who wrote it. Yeah. But he Tolkien took kind of edited he t- it. Well, no, and, Tolkien was gone by this point. But he had, he I, took he had, his dad's like, poetic writings and notes yeah. and compiled them and like created this. So it created it from his dad's works. Right. But right. yeah, you're right. Uh, in the Hobbit movies, they took stuff from this. And the Hobbit book to make it three long movies. Right. The Battle of the Five it, Armies is actually historically 
well before any of the events of the first two sets right. of, of any of either trilogy. It's just basically it was a way to uh, commercialize it. Yeah, it was a way. Well, it was a way to get a lot of these stories in. Right, right. Um, Which was good. I mean, I loved all three of them. Right, in the Battle of the Five Armies, if they'd have taken some time to tell those stories a little bit better, right? You know, because really, two of those armies just show up out of the blue, out of nowhere, and you're like, "What are those guys doing here? Where are these guys come Who from? Who are they?" Um, but so, if they'd have done a little bit better job of telling those five, those stories of those five armies, that would have been a great movie of itself. It was, I mean, it was a great movie already, but they right. could have made it a lot better. Right. Um, let's let's talk movies. You want to? Let's talk DC movies before the break. Okay. Yeah, we said we that. were going to dissect DC movies. They're all garbage. No, I'm kidding. All of them? All of them. All they haven't been very them. successful as of late. Well, they've, so been su- they've been successful. They've made a lot yeah. of money. They've made a lot of money, but, but critically. Good. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's let's do this. Before we get too deep into this. I've got two main, my main um, okay, thoughts. On. But Man go ahead. Steel. Man of Steel. Did I you like, like it or I, didn't like it? Here's the thing. I've liked all of them. Okay. So you have no taste. Okay. Right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so Man of Steel you liked? I liked Man of Steel. Okay. Nico? I thought it was all right. Or right. you didn't like uh, it? Batman vs. Superman? I liked it. Okay. I never saw it. All right. I didn't want to see it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to say to that. Honestly. I guess we're going to have to watch that with Nico soon. Yeah. Put it on the list. Okay, we'll do it. Suicide Squad. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, Man of Steel I thought was okay. Uh, Batman vs. Superman? Man of Steel was the best Superman movie they've made probably since the first one. Yes, for sure. Uh, I thought Batman vs Superman was okay, and I think Suicide Squad was okay. So you thought everything was okay? Only okay. They have not even met the no. level of Marvel movies. No. So here's even, even the worst Marvel. If movies. you took the worst Marvel movie, I would watch that probably ten times. No, nah, I, I wouldn't. I think everyone says Iron Man two. No, like yeah, the worst I Marvel. Thinking. I would watch Iron Man two. Are we talking about the worst Marvel movies in the new continuum, or yes. just yeah, Marvel yeah, movies? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. In the this, ones that they're competing against. Right. Then I would take. Hulk 2 is probably the worst one because they have that as part of the, yeah, of the new the stuff. Edward Norton Hulk. Edward Norton Hulk yeah. is probably the worst one. Um, I'd still I'd, watch. I'd watch one of those three DCs over that. I'd probably watch Suicide Squad over that. Uh, I forgot about Hulk. Yeah. I think Hulk middles out. Like, I wouldn't. I would watch Hulk instead of Superman. It would be a tie for Batman and Superman. Nah. I would probably I'd go watch those three. I'd go those three over Hulk. over Hulk. But I don't know if I would go any of the other Marvel movies. I would, I would Even watch Iron, Iron Man, Man 2 over any of those. Yeah, movies. I still watch Iron Man 2. little whiplash that's action. The suitcase suit, man. Yeah. The suitcase suit. That's pretty dope. And Mickey Rourke. I mean, yeah. What the heck? Ricky Mormick. <laughs> and uh, what was the guy's name that played Justin Hammer? Yeah. Guy's so, oh, no. Guy's so good. He is. He is. He was going to be Iron Man at one point. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. He tested for it. He tested for it, it, and then Robert Downey Jr.'s name came up. Speaking of Robert Downey Jr., I'm going to sidetrack real quick. They are developing Sherlock Holmes 3. I saw that. Super excited. Back to DC. Um, So here's the thing. What is your your take on it? Where do you think they're missing the mark? They're missing the mark in two spots. One, they're rushing it. Yes. I agree with you here. That's one of my two points. I feel like because they are so far behind with Marvel. They played the catch-up game like. Way too fast, but, that's, but they don't have to play. So, the ketchup they game. should that's be the playing thing. the mustard game, not Ooh. the ketchup game. But they don't have to play. A Bada boom! So dumb. They don't have to play a game at all. They're not really behind. You're not. We're not really keeping score. Like no, we're not. But I think in their minds they, they are. are. Well, yeah, and, and they did the Batman trilogy. Movies they're keeping score. They did the Batman trilogy, which, which was, was amazing. 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 That was around the time at the beginning of Marvel, and then it just went away. And they're like, oh crap, we got to we got to catch up now. Here's we got to get back in the game. Here's what would have made it better. If the Robin from Batman 3 
was the Batman in this DC universe? This, this that would have been good. This that, is I've, I saw this theory like once, like before the before we got any release on the Batman trailer. Like this is either going to be like a Batman Beyond series or something like an older Batman or like a retiring Batman, right? So that way you can keep the Dark Knight continuum in the main storyline and exactly. not be weird. And that's what they and that's Ben Affleck and Christian Bale could technically, if they wanted to fudge it a bit, they could say they're the same Batman. And right. I and I get what they're saying there. Well, I mean. Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, no, I mean, they do recastings, but what I'm saying is, like... They well, they recast the James timeline. Rose, too. They, they recast Rhodey, too. That's so true. Well, you, you that's can recast. Sam Howard is an awful actor. <laughs> Except in Empire. He's awesome in Empire. Um, so, okay. So they're rushing it, and they don't need to rush it. Yeah. Here's and they're where, also missing the mark. Like, they had opportunities. Here's where, I'm, here's where I'm standing. I watched the new Wonder Woman trailer. It, it's finally It's gonna going to be great. I think, I think this is probably going, going to be, be the best of the movie so far. Yeah. But this is this is my, my thought process. I could be totally wrong, but I don't give a crap. All right. When you think of superheroes in general, just take away take away the movies, take away everything. When you think of just superheroes in general, as far as who's been out there, what they've been pushing, you know, as far as like toys growing up, okay, all okay. that stuff. What are the three biggest names that come to mind when you think of superheroes? Batman, I think it's Spider-Man. There we go. Spider-Man. There he is, right there. Batman, Superman, and for females, it's always been what? It's always Wonder been Wonder Woman. Woman. So they've always had the big three. And yet they've okay? never done anything. They've never done anything great. No. Well, so here's... Here, I, hold on. You know stay what? With I don't me. think stay it's fair me. to say because Batman made like no, a, Batman a, has. a bajillion dollars. No, Batman has. Yeah. The Batman has. Right. But stay with me here. Okay. When you get to Marvel side, before the Marvel movies, how big of a name really was Iron Man, Captain America, They weren't the, the big names. It they was weren't, Spider-Man. It well, was always... Hulk, Hulk and Spider Man were always right. the big one, right? And, and to a lesser extent, even the Wolverine a bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think where we've they've missed the mark is they've tried to take their three big and start there, and people have these huge expectations of these big three already that they're expecting more than what they're getting. I almost think it would have been a better option to maybe take some of those three middle type characters that aren't that big, like that no one has a lot of uh, expectations of, like Aquaman, like Aquaman or the Arrow and Flash who aren't that big but they did it on the tv section and it worked great but maybe even like some three middle of the row lesser known characters Here, here's start how with it. there so here's people you... don't have a lot of expectations they don't really know what to expect and then you, you you get going or you could do anything like the animated movies which are all awesome <laughs> the anime there's a difference in animated movies and there's a different in like live action no movies. but I mean, there's, there's different there's, different the, things you can do the only, the only animated movie that i haven't been like a hundred percent like this is amazing is the killing joke, and that's because of a weird pacing decision that they made towards the beginning of the movie. But there's always different things you can do with animation, with like sound effects and like visual effects. Yeah, but some movies, of the things movies you, are, well, movies I, are getting I really there. think I think you could do anything in a cartoon. You could do in a movie. Right now, now, now we're getting to that point, yeah. but up until now, we haven't been to that point. But I think they're faulting trying to take like three of the biggest comic book names ever and giving us movies about them, and they've hit the mark with Batman. Well, this is really the first time they've ever tried to do it with the three. All three together. And I think there's just so much expectations from people. Ah. They're missing the mark. I mean, like I said, I could be wrong. That's kind of how I feel about it. Looking back on Marvel, seeing where they're going. And and Marvel also did a great job of building their characters up individually and then going team aspect. Where DC just said, boom, here here the three are. We're going to rely on these three being... they They went Superman, team movie... 
Wonder think they Woman. relied on the fact that those three characters are so big. Let's just put them in a movie together, and it's going to work. They can just they can just write off the name and, entirely. And it didn't. Yeah, they no, missed like, the mark. Like Batman, it, like Batman already has like a built up background that you could have used, but they didn't, and now he's like completely different. And then there's scenes in like Batman vs Superman. Like I know about like the one dream sequence where he like meets the Flash. Yeah, like, that wasn't yeah. A, that wasn't a dream sequence though. It that was, was time travel. Time travel. Oh, yes. Well, yeah, they, your, they your... don't explain what's going on with right. those things in the movie. So they could be a dream sequence. They could be time travel. I think it's time could travel. could be glimpses of uh, alternate realities. Like, they kind of play with some things, but they don't They don't even they don't explain acknowledge it. that they're they doing it. They put the big three in a big movie and combine tons of storylines into one. I think if you go back and listen to our earlier episode when this movie came out, we touched on a lot of those. Right. We, we reviewed the movie. we had. The problems were is they, they put too much storyline so here's here's where here's where i think dc screws up go ahead take us out to the break with your your thoughts your closing thoughts my theory is they go through the trouble of building it up over and over and over again and then they just quit so like they did this great batman trilogy right but at the end of that batman trilogy batman is batman you are you are lockstep in with who batman is what he does you might even have a brand new batman and how cool and exciting would that be yeah and then they move over and then they go superman and they do Brandon Ruth Superman first, and uh, Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor, and they basically rip off a plot from an earlier Superman movie with real estate and islands and kryptonite and stupid. And then they go, okay, well, let's do Henry Cavill, Man of Steel. Henry Cavill. And, and then the then they basically rip off the plot of the first Superman movie again. And they just keep rebooting. You, they don't give you any time yeah. to just build. Marvel basically laid out a groundwork. Now, they had the luxury of having no pressure. Marvel had right. the luxury of having no pressure. None at all. They basically got to say, look. Well, we're didn't, gonna... they, didn't they bank everything on Iron Man anyways? Well, they did. They bet the farm on, on Iron Man and Hulk together. They borrowed $700 million. If they had failed, they would have lost Marvel. Everything. All of it. All the copyrights. They would have lost everything. However, the first Iron Man movie makes $800 million. Boom. Cause Cause there we a, go. Because it's right. an amazing movie. And then Hulk <laughs> makes breaks even and makes a little bit more. makes about $500 million, $600 million. And so they're they're set, they're done, it's over. They're already they're covered. They're they're clear. Here we go. They're making money, and so they get the luxury of taking their time and laying out a but groundwork. But I also I also think it also has to do with uh, Feige, whatever his name is, Kevin Feige. Yeah, oh. Feige. Well, again, but that's one guy with the unified vision. Warner Brothers has changed direction over so and many over times. and over. It's and over. always been. It was all Kevin Feige was always there, and Avi Arad was there, right? And now it's Kevin Just Feige. Kevin. Show. But if you have a Batman trilogy that makes a, a bajillion dollars. Why is why is Christopher Nolan not the executive producing Justice League? Right. Why is he not helping with Superman? Why is he not incorporating his Batman into this universe? Like, why not just... It already worked. Why not keep making it work? And that's where I think they screw up, is they keep starting over. That's true. Let's start over on the next segment. Oh, okay. With the weekly top three. Ooh. We're going to jump out. This <gasps> is Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. We're starting to film our talk shows and putting them on YouTube. Your favorite Lone Star Community Radio show can be seen on YouTube under our Lone Star Community Radio channel and on City of Conroe's Our City TV channel on Sudden Link Channel 12. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the most recently released videos and find more information online at IRLoneStar.com TV. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Whoop, whoop. We are halfway through this glorious and amazing show where we talk pop culture. Hey, can you lie to these people on the radio? No, like that? I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. AKA Bilbo Bayo. 
It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. So this is the first time you're tuning in on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Thanks Hour for listening. Hour two begins with our weekly top three. Weekly, weekly, weekly top three. Top three. I just heard about last week. I added a little flavor in there to I change know, it up. Switch it. it up. A little switcheroo. I, just, I ripped off last week. I just heard it on YouTube earlier. So we're going to go um, weekly top three this week. Yep. Uh, before we jump in there, uh-huh. look all of our fun shenanigans up on NerdThugRadio.com. Yeah. You can look Google us. Look so Google. DL Jizzle, this week you came up with the topic. That's true. Go ahead and spit it on the ones and twos. I feel like I need to explain why, though, because this is kind yeah, of yeah. We're, we're nerdy. We, we're, we're we are nerdy. nerdy. And um, we, we and like so to do nerdy things. Today and you're remembering that tomorrow is Super Tuesday. Super, super Tuesday. So make Tuesday. sure you vote. Voting's important. It's My your duty. Idea. It's your right. It's I had an, an idea. honor and a privilege. I had an idea and it went down. That's true. Oof. So Joey had an idea and it uh, it's just not a... Like, Sometimes I like to... I like to stay thematic right. with what we're going into. Last week we did Halloween. For. Right. Um, sometimes we do stuff based off Luke Cage when it came out. And right. so I try to get thematic. There wasn't a whole lot, and I only had one idea, and Corey didn't like it. It was, uh, where, it where, was where, fictional where? presidents. Top three favorite fictional presidentes. So definitely got to go like Lex Luthor. Right. Like you're stuck with like we'd all would have the exact same. Lex Luthor, no, Captain America. We did America. do an earlier a uh, bit on the show. I want to say episode three, maybe where we talked about like who we, we yeah who, we, like, we made our made our fi- so go presidents. back to episode. I want to say episode three. I think so. Back in the iPhone, uh, days. you know what? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna figure out what episode. I'll put a post on the Facebook page because our boy Zach chose me, Zach Attack, and so he made me my own um my own uh, political sign for my team. Nice. <laughs> so basically, we we chose our presidential candidate and vice president candidate from, from the worlds of fiction. The worlds of fiction, and I went uh, Dumbledore Yoda. My president, vice president. I'm pretty, pretty sure I did like one thing, like Captain Planet. Right, yours was awful. You and Green Party. Just we were just bad. learning how much you're terrible at radio at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Corey, you went what? You went Cap. I went Captain America, Red Skull. Right, right. No, it was Doctor Doom. Doctor yeah, Doom. Captain it was Captain America, America Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Yeah. Anyways, so you didn't like that idea, and no, I just, you came up we with would the all following. Be the same people. So you, you came up with the following. The following is three books. Our top three is books that should be made into modern movies. Modern. So if there's old movies out there, we're going to discount those. Movies. With new special effects. That They've got to be made 2000. Anything. If they were made before 2000, they count. Uh, yeah, right, right. So if, if the book we talk about. So if you want to try this at home, feel free to hit us up on the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Radio. Give us your thoughts. As long as your book hasn't had a movie since the Y2J, <laughs> ah. Y2K, if yeah. you're uh, not a wrestling fan. I got uh, you. you can uh, submit it. We'll, we'll we'll listen to it. You know, I noticed my zippers have Y two J on there. Do I they? always wondered about that. You don't even wear zippers. You wear basketball pants every day, right? But when I have to wear pants, oh yeah, the zippers. Here's the I've, I've, I've worn I've worn pants once in the last month and a half. Here's the irony. Probably more. Here's the irony of me and Corey DLG. When I see you outside of work, you never wear pants at all. With buttons at all. When you go to work, you have to wear what? Yeah, I gotta dress up. It's office wear, and I hate it. When I go into my <laughs> office, I never wear pants with zippers or buttons. No, and then when I see you, you're wearing pants with zippers right. and buttons. So yeah, ironic. We're, we're opposites, uh, and that's why they attract. Nico, are you gonna contribute to this week's top three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have All right, so uh, Nico typical, knows books. Yeah, I have books. In Nico typical nerd yeah. thug okay. fashion, the worst ideas go first. Nico, we call it worst to first. Nico DLG. All right, so mine is the sequel to uh, Orson Scott Card's great book, Ender's Game, uh, Speaker for the Dead. All right. No, I like All this. Right. Like okay. what's going. 
We uh, watched Ender's Game together. Remember you? Yes, Me and we you? did. Yes. I, the first I never, movie wasn't bad. I liked it. You enjoyed it. Um, I always, I always loved Ender's Game. It's probably my favorite sci-fi novel. And I was like, oh, that's that one. And I was like, oh, wait, there's already a movie. So I got to go with the sequel because it really, it's a really great storyline. It's a really great continuation. Um, just in the first couple of chapters, I won't spoil too much of the book. Um, they find like a new alien race, and uh, basically, they're every Ender is now a bad guy because he basically annihilated an entire. Story. I know. Well, See, he I had genocide. I had never read the book. Like, yeah, I've heard of Ender's Game. Right, I'd heard about it. I kind of knew about it. It's a great book. And they made a movie. I was like, you know, I want to see this movie. So one day, me and the DL Jizzle a while back, we Netflix or not Netflix, we red boxed it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, grabbed a free brews and just watched it at the house with the kids. And I had never and actually I seen it either because I I boycott Orson Scott Card as a writer. Uh, he's had some comments that are a uh, little inflammatory, uh, anti-Semitic, anti-gay. Right. Uh, so just as as a as a human being, not you one of my favorite people. So and I, I had I knew nothing what to right, expect. And me neither. Me neither I liked it. I was so movie. blown away. The movie was great. And then when they tell them at the end of the you know spoiler because the movie's what like five years old. Yeah, years yeah, old. definitely. Yeah. At the end of the scenario, they're like, "Hey, that was not a simulation. You just committed genocide." Like that's insane. He killed the planet. It's crazy. Yeah, he killed the entire thing. And he's like twelve. Yeah, live with that, boy. So you're talking about in the sequels where they find the new alien race. Yeah, because there's a whole book series, right? right? Yeah, there's an entire. They even have a graphic novel now too. Yeah, there's there's also Marvel did a graphic novel like pre like the first like invasion of the aliens. Oh yeah, because they were doing some stuff with him, and then their fan base got a little upset about the comments, and that's when he actually they fired him. I'm gonna say this for the first time in Nerd Thug Radio history. Nico, I think you did a good job on this one. Thank you. Oh, on the weekly top three, I really, I really like your number three pick. He's cheesing. He is smiling on the radio, but no braces or anything. I know, man. Look at that. All right, DLG, you want to go with your number three? Not after that. It's (laughs) strong to follow, right? right? Yeah. Okay. So my first one is actually a graphic novel. I'm cheating. No, that's fine. Uh, It's it's still a book. It's a series. I contemplated graphic novels, but I didn't go that way. It's actually the whole comic book run, and it was Stormwatch Team Achilles. I think you've talked about this on it's, the show a bit. I hope I have because it's a really good little run that they did. Uh, man, at this point, it's probably 10 years old. A little bit older, actually. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a little bit older. I graduated high school when this was coming out. That was 2002. I'm going to tweet all these out so people take our ideas and actually make them because yeah, that happens that from this show. All right, so ideas. go ahead. So this is about actually 14 years ago okay. when this when this book started. And the idea was these were special forces guys who had survived superhuman encounters. They, right. they put together a UN-sanctioned team of non-superpowered people to be able to combat superpowered people. So even though they were in a comic book universe, they didn't want to use, obviously, the other characters because they're the bad guys. So they were constantly making up new characters anyway yeah. to fight in their, in, their, in their books. And so they were fighting, like, superpowered terrorists and things like that and superpowered movements and things like that. But these were really cool characters. They had really cool ideas. There's a there's one guy on the on the series who had a superpower, but they let him on the team anyway because his superpower was to feel the pain he inflicted on other people. Oh, oh that's such a bad one. Yeah, that's and gotta so be crazy. And so the big reveal for that's like midway through the second arc. Uh, he's interrogating uh, a terrorist leader. Okay, who has the ability to ignite superpowers in others, and they're trying to find out how many he's turned on. And so this guy's like old school interrogating, breaking fingers, knuckles. Busting out the little mini hammers. Rolling up this guy. Like, I mean, just tearing him up, trying to find out. And, like, you know, they cut away. It's all suggested and hinted and panel and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But so finally, the guy's like, I can see the light in you. I know you have power. And he goes, yeah. And you know what it is? It's to feel everything I've done to you. And I would do it all again if you'll tell me what I want to know. Nice. That is nice. But so uh, it's a really cool book because these guys are tough as nails. One of them is called Paris. 
and someone goes to tease him because they think he's like the celebrity star, and somebody stops that guy from teasing because I wouldn't. It's for the guy who kills Achilles, <laughs> because this these are these are the to guys. Be, to who be take fair, out. He, he did that. That was with help with a god. Yeah, but he uh, you, you start taking out you know superpowered people, you start to become pretty pretty big deal. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty big deal. I like it. So that's my number. I three. don't know. I don't know how to follow these two. All right. <laughs> so my my top three this week <laughs> are basically based upon three of my favorite books growing up. Okay. Okay. Harry and Potter. So, no, I'm kidding. No, no, it's already already a movie. <laughs> I retract my statements I said about you. <laughs> so my number three Thanks. would be an animated film. Okay. All right. I think Seth Rogen would be the greatest person to make this film. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Would be a very funny movie version of the book Animal Farm. Oh, man. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about putting that on. I mean, this. the book itself. I was with you for a second, and then I thought great. about it. I don't know. Uh, like, I don't know how I feel about well, this. I mean, he's a done some funny Animal Farm would really kind of trip me out. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? I think, so yeah. if you haven't read Animal choice. Farm, Animal Farm is written um, about the uh, Russian Revolution and right. then the uh, years of Russia with Stalin. And, and then the pig. Died. For whatever reason, and I don't know why this, but I've always been fascinated with Joseph Stalin and Russia, like okay. his time. Okay. And it's the most boring thing. Because he's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, well, it's not boring. Well, no, no. It's, it's bloody. So I read... An auto a biography. I had to do like a, a report in high school or something over a political figure from a, a European, or not a European, but like not American. Right. So any of the other continents. So you picked Joseph Stalin. Yeah, I, I chose. Well, there was a li- <laughs> there was a list. There was a list of people you had to choose okay. from. Right. Oh, okay, it's a and list. So Joseph Stalin. So we, you're we the first the, one to pick, and you picked Joseph Stalin. We share the same name. I'm like, yeah, I'll take Joseph Stalin. Yeah, why not? So I had to read this book, and about sixty percent of the book is just what he did for agriculture in <laughs> Russia. And the rest of the book is just crazy. Yeah. Wow. It's like um, agriculture, they definitely, and then he murdered millions of people. Yeah, yeah. And so this book is the written about Revolution. that with, yeah. with animals being main characters. and I'll never forget the dogs. Yeah. yeah. He took the puppies and turned them into just enforcers. Yeah. Four legs good, two legs bad. Yeah, you know. And they had their own, like, Animal Ten Commandments, and they were they fighting with like farmers. So and then they started adding commandments. And then they, they they started yeah. they always started modifying. Like at first it was animals don't sleep in beds, and then it was animals don't sleep in bed with sheets. Right. And then animals don't drink. Animals don't drink too much whiskey. Just, right. But uh, I just think I don't know. It'd be great. I'd, I'd love to see it. That's yeah, good. I think Seth Rogen would work. I don't know. I don't know that I want it to be funny. I think I want. I, I don't think, know. I think, dark. I think it'd be cool that it'd be funny. I'd read but the like, but like, a dark. like you know, he just did that. Yeah. That one. What was that movie? Uh, the hot dog movie or whatever. Yes, that sausage does look party. Hilarious. Sausage party. Like that does look. Hilarious. I think he's got it in him. So we got a few minutes here. Uh, Nico. Well, Nico, we'll let you go with your number two, and then we'll come back from the break, and we'll. All right. So my manage, number, my we'll number two is I want to see a modern remake of Fahrenheit 451. Okay. Man, that would be something. That would I just want to see like, all the crazy, all the crazy like future tech. You know who would tech? Uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Tom even though he doesn't, do, even though he doesn't do, uh, yeah. even though he doesn't do uh, sci-fi movies He'd like, be in like that. that. What, why, what, Did he, when he, he doesn't do like those type of movies? When we he talked do, about like, that, he's not like Star Wars guy, right? Yeah. He does Minority Report. He did Oblivion. He does a couple. Couple. He does a few. That would that would be good. I can see him in That'd be a good one. I just I just want to see the uh, the crazy uh, long billboards because their cars are so fast. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be some great. Because in the movie, it's always so funny. They're coming up, they're like on their little tiny fire truck, and they're like some dudes in like now, have cone you ever, hats. Have you ever read the book? Yes, I have. Okay, that's a plus. You're doing really well this week. I'll yeah. tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what. 
We got a couple minutes. You want to talk about your number two? Yeah, yeah. Mine's actually pretty easy here. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's uh, it's the Freedom Series from Ann McCaffrey. Ann McCaffrey's one of my favorite writers. Okay, nice. A bunch of stuff. Um, there's another series of hers I like more, the Dragon Rider series. That's your favorite. Oh, God, it really is. I don't think it would work well as a movie, though. Uh, it's probably like a like a series like a movie. Showtime type thing where you do a bunch of seasons. Uh, but I can Freedom, see that. It's four books. Stars, maybe. Yeah. It, Freedom, though, is four books, and it's about an alien invasion that ha- uh, of Earth. And they take... These aliens have always just shown up on a planet. They invade, like, the top 25 cities, steal the populations. Usually the city, the world's surrender. They just pillage and plunder until there's nothing left, and then move on to the next world. Humans fight so hard, though, that the aliens have to come up with a new plan. And they start dumping humans on alien planets to see if those are colonizable so they could grow more planets to, to pillage later. And the humans do such a good job on those planets that they then lead a revolution. Nice. They take back everything. That's nice. That's a really great. cool little four book series. It would be a great. That would be. A, that would even be a good series as well. Yeah, like, I'm thinking Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, you, uh, you would have like a finite. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a really be good cool too. book series because one of the it'd be a good uh, on, like series of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because one of the plans they put them on is actually there's an ancient alien culture that watches over that planet and kind of gives them aid, but they're so advanced that they don't even like do war or anything. So like they just kind of borrow some of their tech just to get off planet, and then they just start. Tearing stuff straight up. It's a good series. It's a Freedom series. Freedom's Choice, Freedom's Landing, Freedom something else, and the last one's Freedom Ransom. Well, Nico really tore this segment up. So let's recoup, come back, (laughs) and uh, I'll get my number two, and we'll get everybody's number ones. Oh, yeah. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. And we are looking for talk show hosts and volunteer DJs for our music shows. Are you interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star? Or have you always wanted to live out your dreams of being a music DJ? With the addition of Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and video aspects of our talk shows, we are needing people to grow with us. If you or someone you know might be interested, please contact us online at IRLoneStar.com slash contact us or... Call the station at 936-647-5747 for more information. Welcome back, Nerd Thug Rodeo. Rodeo. Oh, we're on Rodeo Drive. We are. Oh, I'm the Captain Joey Savage. I'm Corey DLG. Nico DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. We're on Conroe's FM 104.5. 106.1. Sister station. stations. Stations. All right, so we wrapped up last segment. Yeah, doing we did. the weekly top three. Oh yeah. Uh, we got in everybody's number threes. You guys got your number deuces in. Oh yeah. Corey, what is the weekly top three this week? It is books that should be made into modern movies. So my number two is one of my second favorite books to read as I grew up. Okay. All right. Harry uh, Potter. Cat in the Hat. Holds. Both of those have become movies. <laughs> great Gatsby. <laughs> That's also been a movie. That's a great book, by the way. It really. Um, no, A Wrinkle in Time. Yes! That would be such yes! a great, great movie. It wasn't your number one, was it? No. Thank God. Such a great movie. It really is. Space travel, like crazy beans, it, like, love stories. Oh, man. There's a female protagonist. There's like five of these books, though, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm just talking about, let me go with the first one. Just the first one? The Original. Okay. Original. They made some, like, crappy TV movie, I think, at they one did. point. They did, they did. But get Bump that, that out of here. But yeah, this this book has it all, man. Yeah, no, the Wrinkle in Time was 
Fantastic. First time I read it, I was in the third grade. What? I understand. No, no. Yeah, I understood right. like nothing about it. <laughs> that's about right. That's when I read it the first time too. And I was like, "What is going on?" I had here? to reread it numerous yeah, times. Yeah, when I got in like fifth grade, I reread it, reread it again on my own. I was like, "This totally makes sense now. This Bye-bye. this book is great." But uh, yeah, dude, just space travel and yeah, dude, wrinkle in time. Um, it it is a movie, but I could they could make this movie a hundred times. Oh love yeah, it. a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, I love that one too. It's such a good movie. That's such a great one. That I mean with. Uh, most deaf and Bilbo Baggins is great. <laughs> yeah, it's most deaf Bilbo Baggins and almost Tony Stark. Almost Tony Stark, Stark. with New Girl with uh, Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It it's really, such a great in movie. Hindsight, it's a it's a fantastic it's cast. Fantastic with John Malkovich in it. I know. What the heck? You yeah, ever seen plays, this movie? Yeah. No, I've uh, seen it, but it's been a long time. Oh, uh, okay. It. Sometimes yeah. when you watch a movie that's old, you go, "Oh my god!" I can't how believe it was this person. So many people. Exactly. Martin Freeman. That's his the name. Yeah, right? Martin, Martin Black Freeman. Hawk Down effect. Where like, oh, yeah. everyone's that's famous. this one right here. Yes. When you watch Black Hawk Down on Netflix, just do it right now. If you're if you're driving somewhere, go home right now. Turn around. Go home. If you're listening to us at work, get out of there. Clock out. Go watch Black Hawk Down. Put on Black Hawk Down on and, Netflix. And when you're done with that, and then, then watch Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Right, but just count how many people you recognize on Black Hawk Down. Every scene, every time somebody Black speaks, Hawk be Down. Like, that guy's Black in a movie. Hawk Down. That guy's in movies. That guy's in movies. That guy's on TV. Everyone in that movie is famous. Everyone. Boom. This is like before they were all famous, though. Everyone needed work. All these young it's Hollywood. one of those VH1 specials before they were famous. Yeah. They did they Black Hawk do Down. Black Hawk Down. And the number of careers supported and launched by this. That's movie. greatness. All right. Let's jump into our number ones here. Okay. All right. Nico. Numero uno. I bet it's a graphic novel. It is. Okay. 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 Brian Lee O'Malley. Writer mm. of Scott Pilgrim. All right. Newest entry to his novel collection, Seconds. It is a fantastic graphic novel. One, 100. What about Minutes? Uh, it's, it's just called Seconds. Hours? It's Alex actually, it's is actually, the third one. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just one. It's one. It's one volume. If you want to pick it up, what is this book. said graphic novella about? So it's about novella. a female protagonist Novel? by the name of Katie, and she opens up a restaurant called Seconds. Hence oh, the name. okay. All right. Okay. And her cooking is amazing, so she starts it, and it talks about her struggles of trying to open a second restaurant. And it like crazy stuff happens inside the restaurant. There's like a so it's like the bean. movie Chef with uh, John like, Favreau. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, Chef. Yeah. So it's just another Chef movie. It's like it's like Chef, but with magical elements. So Bradley Cooper made a movie. I think it's called uh, Toasted, okay, <laughs> or Burnt, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's Burnt. Yeah, no, no, he, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's about a, a sous chef. It's about a, yeah, and it's about a cook who is great, but obviously loses his touch, and then some female protagonist helps him get it back. So it's a is it but, called yeah. Seconds? No, but I mean, oh. it, just, it just made me think of it because of this. Yeah, but like Seconds it. is a fantastic book. If you ever get the chance to read it, it'd be a great movie. I think it has. It's got a lot of the great humor that. It'd I've be the female version of Second. I mean, of uh, Bradley Cooper's movie. Yeah, yeah, could be. Burnt. Or, or I want to say it's John called Fabro. Toasted. I think it's burnt. So I'm toasted burnt? right now. So. Burnt. I'm burnt right so. now. I don't believe. What are you, what are you doing? I'm lit. Are you, it's is, lit. Is this a movie? I'm quote? on fire. Are you doing a movie quote? <laughs> no, right I'm just doing a savage quote. The savage quote. Dio Jizzle, what's your number one? Well, if it makes you stop, I'll go. I, I will stop if you okay. tell me your number that one. Was, that was all. Thank you, sir. Okay. Um, it's the story of the companions from the Dragonlance Chronicles. Uh, I don't care. I'm, I'm a nerd, and I'm obsessed with dragons. I don't the care. The whole reason he came up with this top three this is, that I can is so he can talk about the dragon stuff. Right. So, so I can say this, but you know why? Because when we speak it into the air, what happens? It happens. It happens. So three years Magical from now, things when we're sitting with a buck with a five pound bucket of popcorn between us, and we're about to watch the Dragons of Autumn Twilight, the first of the three books, 
You guys are welcome. I'm like, wow. <laughs> you guys are welcome. Wow, we, uh, yeah, we really made really, it. You're going to be really happy or really disappointed. We really made a difference on that Nerd Thug Radio five years ago. That's right. We changed <laughs> We have since cashed the out. Future. We did change the future. Lord help we cash out. Oh, we will no. No, longer be on the, we'll no longer be Nerd Thug Radio at that point. We'll be Obnoxious Guy I'll radio. probably have my own show. Obnoxious like, Radio. <laughs> I'll probably have my own show called The Savages. Yeah, yeah. Just me and the kids and yeah. Allie Savage. I will probably be doing Religious Talk Radio. No, you'll probably be doing... Um, Three to six experiences in, in experiences <laughs> in Idaho. Six is in Idaho. That'd be that's the Idaho. name of Corey's next show. Six is in Idaho. That's actually the name of my country album. Six is in, six Idaho. Is in Idaho. And uh, Nico will probably be like the anime hour on E three or something. He'll be the one. No, he'll be no, the no. one that makes it. Yeah, you know what? You know what'll happen? <laughs> the least Nico, popular one. Right. The least dude, talented dang, will make it. Coming at him strong. We no, he's gonna how we do. Like, he's gonna be like president of like <laughs> yeah. Viacom. It's five years. From now. President of a new anime. Company that makes he's gonna, he's they gonna, make shows about cafeterias. His like his first gig, he's gonna get like, gig on somebody, and they're gonna hit, and then he's, they're gonna be like, "You're the chosen one." <laughs> I knew you are who we've right. been looking for. All right, so break us down with your show. All right, what's what's it so, about? So uh, in this land of, I believe the name of the world is Kryn, uh, dragons used to exist. They're a thing of legends. Um, so like Skyrim, yeah, Skyrimish. Uh, and there's an order of knights that sort of decayed over the last 200 years because... The dragons never showed up. The dragons haven't been back. Corruption. People don't corruption, really Corruption? So no dragons. Right. Corruption. So we don't have dragons now? In, um, real, in real life? Well, uh, no. We have dragons in real life. Um, Komodo dragons. That's right. <laughs> They're pretty spooky. Um, yeah. Spooky. Plus, plus there's creepy stuff in the ocean that yeah, I, would, I would rather fight a dragon than some of that stuff. <laughs> Probably Man. is a dragon. I would rather fight a dragon ocean than a shark so, every day of the week. The ocean is so big, you never even you know what's down there. don't even know the bottom of it. Yeah, no. just, just Leviathan just chilling down there. Uh, didn't we say there's a... Oh, there's a Megalodon movie coming out. Um, is there They're making what? it right now. All right. Super, also, a Megalodon, you know, it's a super shark. It's basically Jaws. Like Super Jaws? <laughs> super Jaws, and I believe it's... Uh, so is a Megalodon tornado will be the next? <laughs> no, no. no. This is Megalodon big, hurricane. This is a big budget movie, like hundred million dollar movie. Not so you're interested. talking about, so you're talking about Godzilla, but it's just a big shark. It's a super shark. And uh, Megalodon Not was a prehistoric shark that was like interested. Yeah, they're huge. Though. Yeah, they, they could, could swallow a school bus whole. Blah, like, blah, blah. like their tooth is like the size of like a dinner plate. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not interested. And so anyway, I think the I think the lead is going to be either Daniel Craig or Dwayne the Rock Johnson, like I one really, of those guys. That sounds awful. I really hope it's Steve Buscemi. Uh, <laughs> Steve Buscemi. And, like, the female lead was one of my like you know how you always kind of track like hot young actresses that are coming up. Yep, I don't yep, remember which one yep, it was, yep. but mm-hmm, one of my mm-hmm, one of my yep. ladies mm-hmm. is the female lead in this. Movie. Don't know who it is. I tracked her, but I don't remember her name. Well, I tracked like four at a time. Yeah, okay. Can't think of which one's in this movie right now. Anyway, he'll think about it later. The trailer will probably be attached to a movie we're going to see here in the next probably three four months. All right. But anyway, so Dragonlance, dragons don't exist. No, everyone says. Then all of a sudden, some mysterious happenings start happening. Mysterious. People some start happen- disappearing. Some happenings happen. Some happenings happen. People start kind of disappearing. Authority starts to get a little bit more oppressive. Corruption seems to loom a little and larger. And then the dragons were back. And then it's revealed the dragons are back, and they've actually sent out their little dragon people. Into the world they got to take it over. People? They have dra- they're called draconians. Oh okay. boy, they're sort of like the gargoyles. Oh okay, I like the gargoyles. Mm, great, um, show. great show. But they're armored and they fight. They're like a dragon army, and they came from the eggs of the good dragons. Oh, the reason the good dragons sounds crazy. It's it's a big deal. The reason the good dragons disappear, the bad dragons steal their eggs from the hatchery, uh, curse them, and use them to build this army. Oh. The good dragons have stayed away because they believe their children are safe. Being held hostage. Wrong. 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 When they find out the children left. are no longer safe, they show up with a vengeance. 
And here we go. And then there's war. War, dragon war. But anyway, it's three books. It's awesome. It tells a tale that of the movie was really weird. I don't know if you guys remember Dragon War. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like in modern times. Yeah. Christian Bale. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Exactly. Bada boom. Matthew crazy McConaughey casting. with like a beard. Bro, and yeah, like, in the room. It's McConaughey's really like a crazy American general yeah. in, in the middle of Britain. It's great. <laughs> it makes absolutely no they had, sense. Like, they had WMPT skydivers. <laughs> I remember that very vividly. They would have <laughs> this guy with no legs jump out of the helicopter to attract the dragon. I almost feel like they told him, like, you got nothing to live for, guy. Just go. <laughs> Just do it. See what happens. Like, that's messed up. Anyway, Dragonlance Chronicles. That's like my number it. one. Shout It'd be a great dragon. movie. Race from Bashir, Tannis Half Elven. Big time stuff. Flint Fireforge. My Joseph. number one. Joseph. Hit me. God, I want this to be a movie so bad. Harry See? Potter 3. No, I'm kidding. This, is, this was my <laughs> my favorite book growing up that I read. Like, junior high up. This is maybe one of the, my most favorite books I've ever read in my life. Where's, where's Waldo? No. That's a good, though. Good one quest. fish, two fish? Red Three fish, fish four fish, fish, red fish. Red. Four legs. Fish. Two legs bad. No. Um, Lord of the Flies. Oh man, what I, I would give to book. see that in a modern movie. Oh I, my god. I don't god. know if they would do it just because they did Battle Royale a few years back. But they haven't done it in American, so maybe. They maybe. haven't. So Rated, Lord of the Flies Rated basically got to have Piggy dying from a boulder. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah, you got to so, you got to tell the story. You got to go the whole the whole route. God. Now you don't necessarily have to crazy. like you you can make it your own imply like, imply all in, the child death. Right. Well, in the book it's a, <laughs> no, it's a British show the child death. It's a British class who plane goes down. They're on some island, and so all now the they're struggling. Die. All the adults die. So now these children are struggling with civilization. You know what's weird? The beginning of that is like every Disney movie ever. Right, you know? Isn't it? Like, oh, the it's adults almost are like dead, a really, like a really, and you're on your own. Yeah, like a It'll really, be great. Here we go. And la, then, la, la, And then children la, la, die. And then kids die. They did, they did a uh, TV show, I think, loosely based on the yes, idea. Yes, they did, Lost. and they really kind of... No, no, it was nothing to do. It was a plane of people who crashed on a island, and they had a civilization. The whole point of Lord of the Flies is that they're all young children. Similar, not congruent, but yeah, it'd be great. There was a plane crash, and people died. Yeah, loosely based. It's like when they do these like Hasbro movies, loosely based on Pac-Man. By the way, Tetris is coming. Loosely based on Tetris, but no, I mean, how great would that be to get like twelve and thirteen-year-old kids like? Up and coming actors and actresses. Right, right. It's crashing them on a plane. Yeah, it's gonna be the next Black Hawk Down because all those kids will wind up famous. That, they can that, pull off Lord of the Flies. Yeah, that book was great. Man, oh, I did love that. I book. I did a report on that book back when I was in middle school. Me you too. know what's funny is I liked all the. This is why I'm a nerd. This is yep, it right here. here we go. I liked all the books that we had to read. Right, right. I love Grapes of Wrath. Uh, I love. I didn't Tom. like. I didn't like all of them. Now I, I liked. Oh, I, did. I, I liked did. when we did that stuff. I really to kill, dug. To kill a Bird is like my favorite book of all yeah. time. I liked when we got into the. I would have put um, it on my list, but I don't want to make that movie again. The Edgar Allan Poe. We got in the Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Yeah. I dig it. But then there was like all the Charles Dickens stuff that I was just not into. Mark Twain was one of my favorite the, like, writers. Uh, what was oh, the like, yeah. like Mark Frost? Was that him? The uh, or whoever did like the poems on nature and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire and I chose the path less. Not it. into that. Robert stuff. Frost. Robert Frost. I actually, I actually feel like stuff. Robert Frost is a crazy egotist. I've read a lot of his stuff, and I can't stand him. Um, not a lot I of that stuff. I, I read that one like Fire and Ice poem, and it was done. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like the whole thing's a braggart thing. Like, why even talk about which path you took unless you're trying to show show people that? Yeah, I but, took the harder road. You right. Know? That they, Calm down, eight mile. They did that specifically so that everyone could see in their graduation speech. Right. That's what. That's exactly what they did. He was like, "You know what I want to be? Quoted at every graduation for the next two hundred years." Exactly. Poem. Uh, no, I really, really, really enjoyed a lot of those. Childhood's End. One of my favorite books. They made it into a miniseries. Like I think those things are great 
they stuck with me forever. And I guess it worked because like they those are important pieces of literature. That's why we give them to kids to read, to learn, exactly. teach those lessons. I got I I love those books. The K, The K was one of the, my favorite yeah. books. The Giver up. was a good book when we were kids. The which one? The Giver. Yeah, The Giver. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the one? Which one is the one where the, the Jeff Daniels actually plays him in the movie? The Giver. Get, it's The Giver, right? Right. Where they get assigned jobs. They get assigned jobs in yeah. like this utopian type era, whatever. Um, great stuff. Let's give out a break here. The Giving Tree. Yeah. The Giving Tree. Aww, Let's give a break tree. to our uh, to our fans here, uh, listeners. When we come back, the Nico segment. Boom! 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 Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Want to check out what it's like to be on the radio? Need credit for school? For an internship? Then contact Dick online at dick.irlonestar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, and we are here to be part of the community. You are now entering the final segments of Nerd Thug Radio! Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, Nico DLG. I don't know why I was thinking of the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone? That was not. I mean, I was just thinking. I don't know. Now you are entering the Twilight Zone. When we do your segment. When we do your segment, I think I'm in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> That's exactly what we're talking about. So today. a few weeks back, Bazinga! A bu- few weeks back, <sighs> we decided that uh, the next to last segment was really lacking. Not a lot of people were listening. Right. We, we called were, it garbage time. Garbage time. We were getting like ninety-four percent of people tuning out. Right, 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 right. So we said, you know what? Let's just do something stupid. Let's right. give Nico his own segment. Whatever he wants to talk about, Heck we'll talk yeah. about. And now only 91% of after, people are tuning well, no, out. No, we were up to like 87 after last week. Oh, we man. roasted him on the Nintendo. Oh, yeah, we're we, up to yeah, like we 70% of people hanging in. You, they want to listen. You can hear the sadness in Nico's voice when Innocence <laughs> it's dies. It's like heart He's just like, breaking. Because Nintendo is the best ever. He's it's very like, sad. I was very sad. That was Berries very were sad. dying every time we bashed Nintendo. <laughs> Yeah. Every time Nico cries, an angel loses it's his wings. <laughs> so, Nico, what we like to do as well is not have him tell us what we're talking about. So we don't know. It's all a mystery. All right. So I hope it's not about Harambe again. No, it's, it's not about Harambe. Unveil the mystery, Nico. Okay. All right. All right. This is a mystery of one of the, the one of the greatest anime producers of all time. <laughs> Here we go. So you have no clue what's going to happen. So, all right. Great. All right. So uh, there's a there's a studio uh, called Comics Waves. My answer is B. That's fair. Okay. Um, I like to go C on Scantrons. <laughs> yeah. Just because I like to make a butterfly, <laughs> I don't draw know, shapes on there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, Comics Wave Studios is a is a really fantastic um, anime production company that do everything hand drawn. Okay. And, oh All right. my god, it's so gorgeous. All everything right. they do. Get out of here, Joey. Nope, nope. We lost Joey. We lost Joey. We lost Joey. Whoa, what? Joey what, down. Anime? Joey down. Anime. <laughs> yeah. All right. You've only watched the Indigo League. <laughs> Okay, you don't actually get 14 minutes to talk. You have to actually pitch us something. Okay, yeah. so uh, you know, one time I did a, um, I did a podcast, an anime podcast. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, I, I listened to it. My buddies at the I Audio Otter. Yeah, they were there. Shout out to the Audio Otter. Oh, they invited me on for their third episode. It's the most listened episode they have so far. It's did late. you know I was on a uh, Jetsons podcast? Yeah. No. Okay. No. I just and didn't want to be left out. They're, no one's asked me to be on a show. Their yeah. uh, no, their, their main focus pot. their main focus is talking anime. Yeah. Oh, okay. And all I had in my back pocket was Pokemon Indigo League. That's an excellent choice. Um, and video games, which all I had in my back pocket was uh, Lego games on the PS4 at the time. 
Okay, those but, are pretty okay, good games. Okay, wait, wait, let's let's get to Nico. I want to hear. It was a great episode. Thing. Check out Audio Otter on SoundCloud. So, let's so, do this. What's the thing? Okay, so, so what are we, yeah, what are we talking condense. about? Give anime, me two something that I can talk about. Anime in general has is a very hard medium to get into. Correct. Yes. Yes. Everything is so difficult because it's so outlandish. Right. What do I always tell you? You start out with a really cool, like you say, like two cool sentences, and then you add like three more things that make it unwatchable to me. It'll always be like. So there's vampires. Hashtag only in the, anime. Right. It'll be like vampires. That's they fair. took over the world. And there's this group of kids fighting. I'm like, that sounds cool. And then you're like, and there's schoolgirls. And one of them is actually a demon. And they can all fly. And one of them has a chain attached to its face. And then I'm like, I don't know okay. what happened in this. That's um, anime. That's anime. Um, and so my point in bringing up the uh, There's this story. giant monster. And the only way to kill him is to feed him sushi. That, that's probably, anime. Yeah, that's probably that happen. Yeah, that sounds delicious. But it's like. Mexican sushi. Oh, no, no. So no, it's not no. raw fish. Right. It's, it's really just burritos and hiding. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's raw Mexican. And they make them fart, <laughs> and then they blow up fire. That's anime. That's, that's, that's not, not an anime. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, thought, oh, uh, I thought I was winning right. there. So basically what I'm going back to is that um, the guy who's, his name is Makoto Shinkai, and uh, his, all of his movies, because they're all, he only does films, are all amazing and very down-to-earth and just very well-written stories. Okay, okay. So I've always, I always felt like, would would anyone be interested in watching an anime film if it was brought to the West? Because I mean, they they have before with like Nico. What are you talking like? You, we just went to Lafayette Comic Con where there were like two hundred kids dressed as things we don't know what. No, they were. we're talking about like for for other. People. Are you talking about mainstream? Like the general, yeah. Would, like the general would, would anime ever make it to mainstream? It has it has once before with Spirited Away, which never is, heard of it. So is it yeah, really that mainstream? No, it, it beat out a Disney movie. And yeah, won it the actually Award. it debuted. Yeah, it beat a Disney movie. Uh, but it it was it was animated. But like they went, they spent a bunch of extra money to redub it. They went like super professional on it. Um, I do, I, I know what he's talking about. On that one, it's that uh, was actually Hayao Miyazaki. But that was he already retired. like an award-winning movie before it came over. That was that had already won a bunch of like international film awards, and that's why they brought it over. Uh, Would somebody they, they brought want... over most of his films actually? But but that was the first one theatrical national yeah. debut. Right. Because so it was the, the question one is: Would anybody would would, would anime another... ever become mainstream? No. no, 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 no. He's saying like, could you? You know how uh, we talk about those operas that they do at a, like in the movie theater. What's mm-hmm. it called? What am I talking? Fathom events. Those fathom events. Okay. He's saying like, could they do anime like that? Oh yeah, definitely. I, they've they've done it. They've done it a few times before. Dragon Ball Z, one of the big animes here. No, uh, I think they could because, like you said, we were just at Louisiana Comic Con, right? And there's a huge following of anime here. There it's is. mostly it's, it's, teens it's, of below. Exactly. Yeah. It's so mostly yeah, they could definitely folks. do one of those movies in, in Fathom Event. No, I, I think they could. I think will it ever become mainstream though? I think right. I think what you're there's two different things. There's two things they have to conquer first. The first is the misconception that all Japanese cartoons, first of all, they're very poorly organized. Uh, and by that I mean what comes over isn't always like the first season of a show. And then they um, don't complete the series a lot of times. Crunchyroll's pretty popular, right? Typically, um, what happens... Yeah, that's the website where they stream a lot of this. Right. Like uh, that's that's uh, basically that's their streaming service, and uh, it's actually really good. It's really cheap, too. Um, but you have a lot I of... I don't variety. know why. It's, it's, why it's cheap, I have no clue. It's really it's really, it's really really nice service, though. But uh, basically what I'm saying is, like, anime, is, anime in general is a very kind of weird subject because they release in... All their seasons are incredibly short. Right. Like, they're they're anywhere from 6 to 24 episodes. And like, Not Pokemon Indigo League. That's a lot of episodes there. Yeah, but, there. like, that's, like, like, I feel like anime always has the extreme. Like, they have really short shows at, like, 12, right. and everything's, like, short, sweet, and it's really nicely done. And then they have, oh, I don't know, like, One Piece has, like, 900 episodes, and you're like, oh, okay. And, like, 
15 but, movies. But they don't translate all of it. They only bring over some of it. So but then that, you start getting into it, and you can't finish it. And, like, that's the frustrating part. Isn't there um, – there was a couple of pretty popular animes where they still haven't brought over all the seasons yet. Uh, yes, there's a trade. Uh, Naruto is a big one. Right. Naruto uh, – I've here's how big Naruto is. Probably, it's probably the biggest anime – out there in, in America, okay. Naruto. Yeah, yeah. Right? It is Dragon, yeah. Dragon Ball Z and See, Naruto. Those are yeah, the okay, two biggest yeah, because ones. Because Naruto, I've actually seen kids at my community college on non cosplay days when I was going to college in 03 and 04, dress up as Naruto, then go to class. Yep. Like they wore the headbands everywhere they went. It's pretty cool. I it's, had to stop one of them. Was like, "What are you wearing? What's happening?" I thought it was a cult. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> that was like this new ninja band, right? I was like, "What? I need to know." And they were like, "Oh, it's Naruto. It's a show I watched." And I was like, "I'm, I'm out. Done. I'm not going to dress up like a TV show to go to college." One night, we went to this cool place in downtown Houston called the Joysticks. Yes, we did. And there was a uh, large fellow there by himself. Nice. Yes. Yes. Playing the arcade games, yes. dressed as Naruto. Yes, he was. was That's so incredible. Great. I would. But great. so the end of Naruto though still hasn't come over, right? Um, well, tech, oh, there's there's actually two series to Naruto. See how it got complicated? What? There's there's a there's a there's a series before which is just Naruto, and then there's a time skip where they're like six or seven years older, and that's Naruto Shippuden. Right. We've gotten mm. both series though. So right. it's like Dora the Explorer, and then the older Dora Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, that, that was definitely the comparison you were going with. Uh, so got the, it. I'm great. I'm great issue, at this game. The issue with anime is so. Complicated, like Ronin Warriors is the only anime that I know that I that I watched. <sighs> watch, watch Start the Seven Deadly Sins. It's in your it's in your list. It, it's on my list. It's gonna happen on Netflix. And if it's crazy, I'm gonna text you and delete it. I can't wait till the YouTube it is, stuff. It's, it's pretty good. So uh, we can, like we can do we can do my we can do my we can do my bit. We're gonna do some of these. But Ronin Warriors famously they stop like they finish the story and they still have like ten episodes left in the season, and they go back and tell a totally different story with the remaining ten episodes. Just because they had a fulfillment, like they had a commitment, and it the, didn't. The thing is, anime a lot, a lot of times, um, works in arcs. Right, so, like things never, like it's never like, unless it's a short series, we'll just have like one storyline and that be it. See, here in America and in Britain, they 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 know they have ten episodes or twelve episodes or fifteen or twenty two, and they plan it accordingly. I don't understand why they don't just do that there. They well the reason is because I want to go to Tokyo. That'd a be lot fun. Of it, a lot of it is based yeah. on based on manga, which is still ongoing. They're Japanese comic books. A lot of it, they're basing like the anime on something that's still being written right now. Right, but you you've got to at least. I think I don't more, want to go to North Korea though. No, no, that's, that's a place bad. you don't want to be. Actually, you know there what? is Korean anime and it's really good. They actually have like Americans go to North Korea, um, like thing? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman famously but loves no, it. Even unfamous people. But they still North give Korea's, them... North Korea's internet got hacked. They, uh, hacked. they got like six websites. Right. It was revealed that, that's true. It was revealed that North someone actually finally broke into North Korea's internet, and they have like six websites for the whole country to use. Like, but when Americans go, they get the same treatment that just Ramen does, where they literally take them around and show them the fake cities. They get they sit like in the these fake weird, amusement parks. And... There was there were, uh, I crossed paths with this woman at one point who had been to North Korea. She was telling me these stories. It was just crazy. Like just the the way. The way they want the rest of the world to view them, regardless of whether or not it's true. A whole fake city that they walk Americans through. Yeah. It's Bangkok kinda... would be fun, too. You're just saying that. No. Bangkok would be crazy. Why, why Bangkok? It'd be crazy. Why? I don't know. It's just... It's like the... What uh... specifically there would you like to see, Joey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <name laughs> exactly. No. Exactly. What would I like to see? Name two things in Bangkok <laughs> A monkey smoking see. a cigarette. That's... That'd be kind of cool. You can see that anywhere in Asia. We all know that. Oh, can you? Yeah. <laughs> What happens so in Bangkok stays in Bangkok. 
Probably not because of photos in the internet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you photograph and film everything. I do. I mean, I got to... So they kind of got to document our lives. <laughs> they our do nerd they do radio them. lives. Um, Japan would be cool. I do want to go to Japan. I kind of want to. I'm sort of Tokyo. I'm sort of intrigued by like their hipster youth movement over there. Tokyo is where, where I'd like to. They go. have like an odd fashion sense. They yeah. do some really different things. Also, they vending machine everything. Yeah, they oh, do. Oh yeah, they got vending, vending machine, machine pizzas. The, yes, everything. vending machine pizzas, vending machine beer, vending machine underwear. Like they vending machine. Everything. I'm putting Every, underwear everyone, at the Salvation in, Army Everyone once. in Japan is From a so, like, self, no. self-servant and everything that, like... like there's they get, so like, many people. There's so yeah. many people, but also, like, they, like, small children, like, walk themselves to school. Like, they don't have, like, literally, it's, like, two Although, kids. Although, I've seen the footage of Rush Hour Japan <laughs> uh, subways. Ne- no, not gonna, like, like stay indoors. That's how people get around. Like, they monkey pile into that tube. Like, it is... I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would. This is, I, I this would is exactly down. the reason. Why I'd like Japan to go to Monte Video, Uruguay. Yeah. You'd go what? Buenos Aires, Argentina, would be fun too. Buenos Aires, Buenos Aires. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to those guys. They're I cool. would love to go. Is there any Spanish anime? Uh, not Spanish anime. There's probably something that's dubbed in Spanish. That's so pretty fun. To I watch. bet there's some Brazilian animes. Uh, I think <laughs> so. There's some. There's some. There's some niche stuff because they have like a little. They're a little Asiany with their culture. Yeah. I'd bit. like to go to Amsterdam as well. You just want to go. There. You're just naming places you can do stuff that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. like shrooms. Okay. You can do shrooms. You've, in you've bailed on this segment. You're like, ah, yeah, I, can do I thought this was part of the segment. <laughs> that's what places. we're doing. Just naming. Places I just you add, go? asked about Spanish anime. Spanime. You Spanime. <laughs> you asked about Spanime. He didn't. Spanime. Is that what it's called? Am I on a radio show with be. two morons? That's what it should be. That's about accurate. Nerd Spanime. Been substituted for moron radio. I don't. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, no definitely not. The takeover is real. The takeover is real. What is <laughs> the Illuminati is real? The Illuminati Here is they real. come. Yeah, triangles. Hey, uh, I saw this on TV. I do want to comment on this. All right, what do you sure. got? Sure, Beyonce, my girl, the B Queen, Queen B. She was a no. She's the B Queen to me. Oh, okay. I know. I never want to make sure the Queen B. I no no. She's not a B. She's the bee queen. Okay, can That's you get right. on with your story? All right. Anyway, she was on the CMA with my favorite country I music know. act, other than Garth Brooks, the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> I don't know. Like, those, seriously, I was so thrilled <laughs> when I heard this was happening. If the Dixie Chicks and Beyonce and Taylor, Taylor Swift formed a power group, yes. I'd be yes. their number one fan. Yes. Not only would I be the number yes. one fan, I would pre-order to- everything. I would buy the fattest sizes of all their t-shirts. That would be the, the worst super taste. group. You have the worst that would be the music. greatest group of music for me ever. You have, you have no idea. Nothing else matters in this You have world. no, like, oh my God. I would have turn the worst. off all other stuff. You have the worst taste in music. Really? Because none of those people sell under a million copies of any of their albums. Yeah, because there's a million little girls that buy them. You're a little girl at heart. I am. I don't <laughs> his care. Spirit I don't animal, care. His spirit animal is an eight-year-old girl. girl. I don't care. Whatever. I would totally, by the way, Taylor Swift took this year off, did not release an album. However, she did write Little Big Town's big hit. Uh, it's about a guy. Right? I'll crush a guy, Skull. Uh, that's not what it's called. <laughs> um, Actually, what it's called is Nerd Thug Radio should take a break. Great, great, great oh. idea. Nico, hit that funky music. I got it. Don't worry. We'll be back it. to wrap up the show with something Wait, so more are they going to make a band or no? Because <laughs> I'm already in line to buy tickets. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. I know you know this already, but most of the shows on Lone Star Community Radio are available in podcast format. If you want to keep up with the latest shows, just subscribe to our YouTube channel, Lone Star Community Radio, and our website at IRLoneStar.com. 
You can even follow us on SoundCloud and Twitter to see the latest posts from Lone Star Community Radio. Can't find a show? Then just search for it on IRLoneStar.com in the search bar to the top right of every page. Or just contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash contact us with your questions, demands, sponsorships, anything. Lone Star Community Radio is your Montgomery County Community Radio Station. Live from Conrose FM 104.5, 106.1, Radio. So we're here with the most enthusiastic yeah. man in the world. You guys were not expecting that but intro, that was were you? unexpected. It's way too late. It's I'm the nice. last segment of the show. <laughs> we are Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Uh, My heterosexual life partner. Corey DLG? The man who makes the magic happen. Kaneko <laughs> DLG. I don't even know. I'm getting us pumped up for this last yeah, segment, man. guys. The hype man is coming. You know why I'm getting all crazy? Because I think we're going to talk some wrestling. Uh, we are. I love some wrestling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you ever get bored at work, just YouTube Macho Man Randy Savage interviews. Yeah. The greatest things in the yeah. history. There's a really good one with the coffee cup. Yeah. yeah. It's such great things. Yeah. Cup of tea. He's yeah. a real cup of tea. Stop it to a Slim Jim. Oh, R.I.P., bro. So, R. I. P., um, I, I miss you. Couple he things a quick. Album, by the way. What? Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, I need that on my yeah, iPhone. Yeah, you need to Google that stuff because he actually has a track where he disses Hulk Hogan. And then Hulk Hogan <laughs> made his own dissing <laughs> Macho Correct. Man Randy Savage. Correct. All right. There's the no t- telling where it would have ended if, if Macho Man hadn't died. Like, Those it, were the two biggest names in wrestling at one point. They were even a tag team called the Mega Powers. They were. They <laughs> and were. they hated each other. And I loved Macho Man. I was <laughs> yeah. a Macho Man kid. Yeah, you were. I was the Hulk Hogan kid. You were the Macho Man kid. I think it was because of that dumb song, though. Because my mom used to always sing that song to me for no reason because I was not a macho kid. But she would always be like, <laughs> macho, macho, macho man. <laughs> I just my, love Hulk my Hogan. My big head, little body. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the I thought I was muscular because I didn't have any fat because I was eight pounds. <laughs> he weighed 25 pounds. And his head and his mole weighed fifty five pounds combined. <laughs> it was, I look like one of those. I look like an albino Somalian from one of those commercials with Rico Suave hair. You know, you had that with Rico, the perfect head yeah, hair, like, that perfect swoosh. swoosh. <laughs> that, that swoosh was. My great. mom made the greatest S curl ever on my head. Like she, I was Clark Kent <laughs> from Hairline Up, oh, and then Hairline Down, I was, was Jimmy Olsen. That was Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> not oh, the new really. like improved no, cool Supergirl Jimmy Olsen. Supergirl. No. The, Talking nerdy old school 1960s Superman buddy after Archie. <laughs> nice, uh, nice green vest. So, all right. So I was telling Corey this funny story about Vince McMahon, and I, I made a comment that you had no idea about about wrestling, and no. you loved it. That you could actually bet in Vegas on wrestling matches at big pay per views. This blew my mind. <laughs> this blows my mind for for two reasons. Reason number one: wrestling is fake. Correct. The outcomes are predetermined. Correct. And usually, that's what happens. They make a plan, they go in, they perform, execute. That's the plan. It's a show. It's entertainment. Sports entertainment. The second part about it that throws me off is so much of what happens in the pay-per-views and stuff is storyline-driven. Like, there's other people who get involved. Uh, John Cena shows up with a chair and hits a guy over the head. Uh, oh, that's going to like, like all these kind of crazy things that get I'm thrown out. I'm waiting for the really super convoluted, like, card. Like, And yeah. then John Cena comes out with a chair. And right. Like, like, how do you bet that? Like, okay, 50 bucks on The Undertaker streak, and then $30 on John Cena interference with the chair in match four. 
Like when do you? I don't like, know. They, I don't think they prop bet. No, they probably don't. But that's Just, why I wouldn't bet it because I know that so many times random stuff happens. Right. Like uh, Seth Rollins cashes in his money in the bank right after uh, Daniel Bryan wins. Seth Rollins is the champ. Boom. Who has who had Seth Rollins as the champ? Because he wasn't in the match. Right. So how does he? <laughs> how do you bet that? Yeah. How do you bet that? So basically, where I got on this story was this past week there was the uh, Raw pay per view Hell in a Cell. Uh, there was a main event match, and first time ever, the go-home match on a pay-per-view was two females. Which is awesome. Groundbreaking. Girl they, power. They put on a heck of a match, or should I say, a hell of a match. Oh, inside hell of, hell. of a cell. Oh. Anywho, uh, there was a, they had they were going one way. Okay. Right. Uh, the day of, I just did a little quotation marks with my fingers. Correct, which day you can't of. see on the air. Vince McMahon changed the outcome. He did. Put the belt on Charlotte. Instead of staying Instead of with Sasha. Staying with Sasha. Who is my favorite of the two. And so now internally, somebody has come out and said that actually Vince McMahon made the switch the night before, but only kept it between him and his like inner circle. And basically, Vince McMahon has not been happy because the finishes of some of the matches have been leaked. Not necessarily leaked on the internet per se, but they've noticed that the day of the pay-per-views... The lines in Vegas have been changing to the person that they're going to they're going to win. Like everyone thinks, okay, this guy's going to win. All of a sudden, the lines start changing. Some where are they getting this information from? So someone's leaking info. In so he time. he went old school mob mafia style and only kept it with his inner circle to see if anybody was leaking information. And apparently, it's not his inner circle. So does it mean he just have to do like the big like trickle down? Like he'll just have to go next circle. Next yeah, next no, circle. Exactly next circle. Means. Um, so it, although it, now the story's leaked, if you are the guy leaking the information, you're done. Don't don't do it. Yeah, you're yeah. done because you're gonna Stop. get you're gonna get your fingers broken. You're a lot more than that. Vince McMahon don't play, man. Yeah, you're gonna get speared by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> but but more importantly than that, if they find out who it is, that's a felony. That's right. uh It's racketeering. It is. Um, it's against the law to fix games. Right. And if they can prove. Here's what is, it, is, it, is it considered fixing games when it's fictional wrestling? Well, because, because you're winning money, yes. Yeah, okay, I see that. And here's where it gets tricky. Okay, because stay with me. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around, all right, it's tricky. So in sports, the outcomes are never determined in advance. Correct. Yeah, they play the games. When a player shaves points, he's trying to keep it close. He's not necessarily trying to, to influence winning and losing. He's affecting the points, the spread. The spread. Because the spread is what's relevant. In a match, though... The spread is irrelevant because there isn't one. There isn't one. There'd be only a winner or a loser. Correct. Therefore, because Vince McMahon is picking winners and losers and the information is leaking, if the case gets really muddy, it could indirectly bring down the whole WWE because they're they're match fixing. Could be. Because they're match fixing and then they're, and Could then they're moving be. the line. I've never thought of it that way, Corey DLG, but I like where you're going here, big buddy. I'm, why are you doing a voice? <laughs> what is that? That was terrible. That was John Wayne. That wasn't John Wayne. That was awesome. That was John Wayne, good buddy. Who is this man? Why is he here? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I know we, we got like five minutes left, but he's like phoning uh, it in. <laughs> no, I'm not phoning it in. I'm having a great time. Let's go all night. No, no. Let's just I, keep, let's I, keep I, broadcasting. I would, I would as long as hey, uh, Dickie Shizzle, I know we're supposed to be off at three, but can we have till six, please? Not if you're going to do another I a lot John, more stuff to talk about. Not if you're going to do another John Wayne voice. So Billy Corrigan. Oh, yeah. Can we do this, please? <laughs> can we do this? like that transition? Tra- that's a good transition. Yeah. Um, so Billy Corrigan has been associated with the Total Nonstop Action Wrestling Act. TNA. T-N-A, what a great name. I know. For the last I don't know, month and a half, two 
possibly. How longer than that? It hasn't been that long. It really, really hasn't. And I kept reading Billy Corgan. I kept thinking it's so weird that a guy named like the, Ma- the Smashing Pumpkin singer would be involved. Yesterday, I found out it was the same dude. The real, <laughs> the real Billy the real, Corgan. I, I, like I literally, because it never dawned on me like why would why, Smashing why this, Pumpkins yeah, guy? Why this, this guy's not. You never have associated this guy with wrestling. No, ever. ever because he's tiny and pale, and he looks a little bit like. And Jack he Skellington. makes great movies. I mean, great music. Yeah. With the Smashing Pumpkins. Right. And he's such a he weirdo. He does look like Jack Skellington. He does. <laughs> and he's the Smashing Pumpkins. Right. That's so great. <laughs> he really does look like Jack Skellington to me. When he grins, all I think is like, this is Halloween. <laughs> so, like, uh, I didn't realize it was the same guy because I just thought it would be so weird that that would be the same person. And it is. Turns out it is. And it also turns out he's no longer involved in TNA. He is not. It didn't last Wow, long. that was fast. Lawsuit. <laughs> Lawsuit. Um, so, just brief. History. He comes in. He comes in to buy some shares. They decide they need a new direction. TNA because TNA is failing. They're floundering. The money's not right. So they, the deals are bad. So they all right. Let's let's Billy Corgan to resurge our our stuff. Like <laughs> such a weird thing. Yeah. Why would they pick him? The Smashing Pumpkins haven't been relevant in a little while. Yeah. Like he hasn't been in the public spot. Like it's not a guy to bring yeah. fire. Yeah, I don't know. So they, he comes they, in. They use his, their songs in a couple Rick and Morty episodes. Yeah. I do. So, I mean, I love Smashing Pumpkins, but it's not. So for a while, Hulk Hogan was the head of TNA, right? With uh, Dixie Carter, and now um, Hulk Hogan's out, obviously. And Dixie Carter has been like the, like the Vince McMahon of TNA, right? And but nowhere near as successful. No, so I don't think it's really a fair. Not at all. So they bring <laughs> Corgan in, and he's going to be like this person. He's going to change it around. And uh, one of the biggest issues when a wrestling promotion is going down is people aren't getting paid, and that's Checks. the issue going Not on clear. here. And so he he's trying to come in and like. Right around uh, their their big pay per view every year, TNA is called Bound for Glory. It's like their WrestleMania. If you're a WWE fan, W. And they were struggling to make sure they had enough money to put this event on. Ooh. So they had canceled flights for some wrestlers. They decided, hey, we're Ooh. we're not gonna we're not gonna use you. Don't worry about it. We're gonna minimalize it so we can afford to do it all. Cody Rhodes was there. He didn't even wrestle on on the pay per view. <laughs> Cody like, Rhodes was there. Him and his wife just made like yeah, they're a, supposed to have a tag team. They did, but they just made an appearance at Bound for Glory, and then they. They they pre tape stuff right. with TNA, and so then they had a mix tag team made event a few weeks later that aired on TV that involved them, and so things have been looking good, and so Billy Corrigan kind of saw it as a way to buy the company, like buy it outright. Because essentially he was going to knock. It sounds like take, take at one point out. at one point the WWE was in talks of buying it, and yeah. they were literally going to buy it. Take the video library and just shut the rest of it down. Yeah, because they don't need those wrestlers or that. Well, they were going to take. They would probably take because they had talked about a like handful of wrestlers minimal, that they would yeah. keep. But let's be honest, some of the older TNA guys are already in next right now, anyways. Right, and so yeah. there there be a handful Samoa of Samoa Joe, a handful of them they would take, and they would just keep the video library to put up on on the uh, network and all that good stuff. Anyways, WWE backed out, or if they were even involved, I don't know, but they didn't they didn't go through, and come to find out. Just this week, we found out that Billy Corgan lost his... He fought a lawsuit, I guess, against them. To try and force the them, issue of buying Force him. issue. He yeah. loses the lawsuit. And then, to, as of today, some Canadian company, I guess that's been somewhat affiliated with them, has given TNA like a credit and money to run the company. And they've parted ways with Billy Corrigan. He's out. And Bye. he's taking to social media to be like, they're supposed to, per court ruling, they're supposed to pay me in two days, and I haven't been paid yet. And it's they old. asked me for another day to get the money together, and then I was like, "Oh, hey, guess what, guys? Still haven't been paid yet." So and more, it's a good amount of money. More issues are coming here. Um, but Billy Corgan and wrestling—I yeah, don't know—such <laughs> a weird fit. 
Like, I guess it takes all kinds. It's not really fair for us to be like, <laughs> but we are. Because that's what we do. That is what we do. Oh, but we, it's such we, a weird We need to make fit. Jack Skellington in w, uh, WWE 2K16. We do. We do. <laughs> 2K17. Yeah, that's oh, the yeah. new one. That's the new the one. one. That's the new fire. But so, it's a weird fit to me. But yeah, it definitely... I don't know. You got to go somebody who would bring more to it. Like, get right. a rapper or something. Yeah, there we go. You know, uh, Jay-Z. Ooh. Man, can you imagine if Jay-Z had bought in... Or Lil Wayne. Rick Ross, uh, Birdman. Rick Ross would have worked because they're based pick, out of like pick Birdman, baby. <laughs> they're they're based in Florida, so Rick Ross would have worked. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. It sounds Whoa. like maybe here's my problem. Barack Obama. Man, he, <laughs> he does need a gig. He needs a gig now. He needs a gig. So here's my problem. When you have one person in charge for X amount of time, you and I talk about this in a lot of different aspects of a lot of different things. When one person is running things for so long and they're not working, you need to kind of reevaluate who's your decision maker, who's doing stuff. Um. It sounds like in this new credit deal you were talking about, there's going to be a new decision maker. There is. There's going to be a new head. So Dixie Carter will still be like the face on TV and that kind of stuff. However, and she's like, not the decision maker. She'll be like the TNA ambassador on the the board, the right. TNA board. And uh, there's going to be a new guy, like an outside guy coming in who will from be, the finance company. Will be the man in charge. And he's going to be he's going to be making all decisions. And so to me, that's what you need. You need a new decision maker. If you go like, listen, just going to be ups and downs. Stanley. Created the Marvel Universe. Yep, yep. He is uh-huh, chairman uh-huh. emeritus. Uh-huh, he is editor uh-huh, in chief uh-huh, uh-huh. for life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is not involved in decision making mm-hmm, anymore. Mm-hmm, He's not even involved creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, he just shows up and does films. He, he does, he, they filmed actually. You heard this? They filmed like seven cameos for him because they're not. His health is actually starting right, to turn, right. and so he's going to be in the next phase of Marvel movies, <laughs> even though even if he, he might not be alive. Right. That's um, pretty cool. That, I think that's cool. That they did that with him. Um, How would your last appearance be after you died? <laughs> well, I mean, that like happened Heath, a lot. Like Heath Ledger? Uh, yeah. James Gandolfini had like four movies Robin Williams. after he died. Robin Williams? Robin Williams. All right, man. That was a big one to me. That one actually deeply, I was deeply moved. I was sad that Robin Heath Ledger. Yeah. Heath Ledger, that one. Philip Seymour Hoffman? Uh, Less so by that guy. Um, does that sound bad? <laughs> but so you, you got to have an outside decision maker to affect things, and I think that that hopefully will help TNA. But the first thing they got to do is they got to make some big changes. Yeah, they got to have some good storylines. Yeah, they're so awful to watch. Every time I see a commercial for them, I'm not even interested. No, not at all. Step it up, TNA. Well, I hope you're interested in this show we did today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate all We're going to jump out here and uh, continue listening on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, if you're a Nerd Thug Radio guy. Yeah. And tell some friends. Tell Listen, we're going to talk about what you guys want to hear. Hit us up on the Facebook. Tell us what you care about. We're pop culture. That's what we care about. We'll talk about it. Remember, four legs good, two legs bad. Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Old Star, Check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at IRLoneStar.com. 
or by phone at 936-647-5747. 